Painkiller already, episode 528. Just the boys today. I think the guests fell through. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully this we can get him uh, next week. This episode of PK is brought to you by Blue Chew and Smart Mouth. A couple of longtime advertisers. We love them. We'll talk more about them later. But uh, we're all chomping at the bitter. I guess me and Woody a little more to talk about this GameStop thing. Because like... <sighs> I, oh, I feel, me too. Yeah, oh, it's dude, fascinating. Yeah. I have thirty-one thousand yeah, dollars worth at seven dollars a share. No, no. <laughs> oh my god! god. I wish, right? Oh, god, line and I'm sinker. Hold, you I'm holding me. three million dollars right now <laughs> of GameStop stock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you see that guy? That's a guy named like Deep Value or something mm -hmm, on Reddit mm -hmm. made the post and got it started and. I think at one point he was up to $44 million. This is Thursday evening, the time we're recording this, so that's going to be relevant. And so he was worth like $44 million at the peak, and he's lost $15 million today, and he's still like posting like, I refuse to sell! Like, hold! It's <laughs> like, hell yeah, dude. Diamond, hand, <laughs> diamond hands and paper hands was a term I learned recently. You're familiar with this? So, no, no. Yeah, diamond that. hands are guys who hold, guys who are strong, and paper hands are the weak. They're the weak sellers who cashed uh -huh. out early. Um, <laughs> well, I, I don't want to lose any more. Dude, and so many people are doing this. So I have paramotor friends talking about this. This. It, this is the biggest story in the world. Yeah. My wife, like I walk into the kitchen, she's cooking. She's got the headphones in, listening to how GameStop is doing lately. And, you know, who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? What's going on? Very complicated stuff. Um, I, I can't remember finance stuff dumb. Even when the 2008 yeah. financial crisis, like the whole mortgage dot bomb thing happened, um, it, it just didn't seem like it was as big a story as this, it certainly won't have an acute peak like this. Dude, I I'm fascinated by it. And it's, it's so interesting. Do you see I'm that? I'm fascinated by it too. Uh... And, and at some point, I know that you have a very recent, you did a lot of research today because <laughs> you know how, you know how nitpicky the internet is. Like if you get one little fraction of it wrong, oh, fool. No, and, and meanwhile, you know more than 99.9% .9 of the populace and you've just informed everyone. But at some point before you give your, very well informed and research <laughs> opinion. I, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. You are here, upping the bar here, Kyle. I'm not trying to raise the Kyle, bar. We're going to take my that accuracy from its typical 75 to 85 percent here. That's what we're doing. Okay, okay. Before you <laughs> give your 85 percent correct uh, take on what has happened and what is going on, I want to give my zero informed um, opinion of, of, of what has actually happened because I literally know nothing. Like I, I, I know like. Just headlines <laughs> and like 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 titles of like videos and and, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's like I like me looking at this is how I imagine you feel when I'm explaining hockey stats to you. Or <laughs> like even when we went to go see that game live, you're like, now that was offsides, and I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> no it's so silly. Like, that's how Woody's gonna feel talking to us. <laughs> I hope I, I this has nothing to do with the stats of it, but I forget his name. But he was trending on Twitter. Some like piece of shit hedge fund guy was on CNBC openly crying like openly crying about how this was unfair meanwhile he was uh what he had a three a 2.5 billion dollar fine three years ago for insider trading and he's like mm, this is bad for the and it's like good fuck you good it's fuck worth you it. I hope Thank, you're yes. fucking bankrupt I hope that you are living in a porta potty a dirty one ooh so are we ready for my completely uninformed, like, I'm ignorant down, take down. on this? Mine. All right. All right. <clears throat> so it seems to me that the people on the Wall Street Bets subreddit 
got together and collectively they all invested in GameStop stock, which everyone, of course, was betting would fail because obviously it's I mean, if you just ask me as a completely <laughs> ignorant observer, like, hey, what stocks do you think are hot and which stocks do you think are really just never going to do anything? I was like, oh, GameStop, bet against GameStop. If you're, if it, yeah. you know, like, like bet that GameStop is going to continue to fail and continue to fail and continue to fail because it just is. It this, is. This, it's the next like blockbuster. Thank you. If yeah. Blockbuster were still publicly traded, which, God, I hope it's not. Uh, I know there's, you have one retail store left in the Northwest somewhere. You know, you'd bet heavily against it. So it seems yeah. to me that everyone was betting so heavily against it that they got the bright idea that, hey, if we all go the other way, then we can then we can inflate the price dramatically. And all those other people, I, I don't think their intent was to make anybody lose any money on the other side. They just didn't give a fuck. Their intent seems to be to make a ton of money by pumping this stock up. And make I it think, no. So, I think it was both. Yeah, they can I to fuck them and they wanted to get rich. So I want to right? explain what a short squeeze is. All right. Yes. So first, there's a short, and how that works is Kyle happens to have a hundred thousand shares of GameStop laying around. I say, hey Kyle, can I borrow it? I want to borrow your stock for whatever two weeks, and I'll give it back to you then. Right. So that's that's mm. where this begins, and then while he gives it to me, I sell it. Right, first thing I do is I sell it. He doesn't care, I don't care, whatever. My plan is that this stock is gonna go down and two weeks from now, I have to, have to, have to buy it. Mm -hmm. Got to, because I told Kyle I'd return it in two weeks. That's a must do type thing. And so I sell it and then after that happens, everybody starts buying it. Everyone, they realize that I have this short position mm -hmm. where I am forced I have to buy it in two weeks. So they're like, let's run up the stock. Let's make their, we're going to take the supply and demand equation and fuck them. And okay. <laughs> yeah. So I'm following this. You're doing well. Yeah. This, this is really helpful. This is, I love what they're doing. <laughs> right. So, um, Side note, normally when a company is shorted, that is kept a secret. These are tightly kept secrets. But Melvin Capital, I have that 90% right. Um, they did, They, I guess they have their short position sort of wrapped up in some other positions and they reported it in an SEC filing so people know. And they're like, aha, we fucking got them by the short hairs. So the Wall Street bets autists went together and they bought as much as they could. Now Melvin is in this spot where they have to buy it. And the stock went from 17. It's currently at like 250. It hit like 430. And they're <laughs> losing a ton. Now, no, that's, no, no, no. I'm sorry to interrupt you. By a ton. We're talking like $2.7 billion, right? I think I've, like I've seen three and a half billion at one point. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> so so like, I, I don't, I guess you don't, they're being a little secretive. They have said, Hey, you know what? Let me mute. This. Hey, you know what? We, um, we've gotten out of our position, boys. Hey, 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 you can't short squeeze us anymore. And they're all like liars. Fuck you. I can see that you still have to buy hold mm. everybody diamond hands. All right. <laughs> diamond hands, diamond hands. I, I didn't know what that meant but i just saw that i literally saw them the front page me. of reddit are all number one trending number one are all top right now is diamond hands <laughs> <laughs> it's like lots of diamond emojis i would have thought a dance move <laughs> that would be not a bad guess <laughs> or a new tiktok trend
but so um so they're pretending that they've gotten out of this and that they can't be short squeezed anymore and it's hard to know what's true and what's not true but it appears that they're kind of lying about that and they're still short squeezed people are holding they've got their diamond hands they're doing their thing um <laughs> shit so from there it, it's all like the question of who the good guy and who the bad guy is is a little more gray to me than it seems to be to the rest of the world. Uh, most people are like, these hedge fund, a hedge fund. Back in the 1950s, hedge funds were kind of these like safer investment vehicles. What they do is they bet a stock would go up like most people do. They always pick their favorite companies and hope they go up. But they do this like, you know, little hedge bet so that if it did tank a lot, then they were protected. And the, these funds tended to you know, just perform a little more smoothly. Hedge funds have changed into something else. Now there are these more complex, higher risk investment vehicles that do all sorts of wacky stuff like borrow shares from Kyle and sell them intending to give mm -hmm. them back. And they're not even available to regular investors like us, right? You know, people think I'm rich. Mm -hmm. I'm not this kind of rich. This is a different kind of rich. And yeah, um, it's I, either- I keep interrupting you, but yeah, like yeah. I, um, I used to work with a guy who his father ran a hedge fund and mm -hmm. they would be discussing this at work at the dealership. And like my bosses couldn't afford to buy into his hedge fund. And these were people who were making six figures a month. Mm -hmm. Like they couldn't afford to get in because it was like $750,000 right now. And then like, like, like there's going to be more coming. Like just to, just to start, we're going to need three quarters of a million. So the you can't even participate in this unless you are, uber wealthy like you make so, regular rich people look poor yes and no right so uh, on one hand you're right uber wealthy people can do this as an individual but mm -hmm. the other kind of people that are investing in hedge funds are collections of normal people things like university endowment funds pension funds stuff like that so you know this specific example could be wrong, but for we all know like iron workers local 812 is investing in this hedge fund because collectively they're very wealthy yeah Right. So I think this idea of like, you know, fuck anyone who's in a hedge fund, it's a little more complicated than that because these are pension funds and university endowment funds and other large collections of cash. And is that what's, uh, you know, is that the kind of hedge fund this one is that's getting fucked? So, I don't know. But it, um, I, I feel like it's not the kind of fund, it's the kind of investor that we're talking about. And who is in this, you know, who's bought parts of this fund? Well, like everybody, you know, like you know what I'm saying. Like I don't know who bought this fund, but I doubt. Yeah. I can't just yeah. based on and like this is ignorant as shit. But just based on media response, I can't imagine that a bunch of people lost their pensions because you saw CNBC, Fox Business, all these people immediately go on high alert and start running, you know, orchestrated defense. So if they had the point to go, these are firemen's pensions. These are blah blah blah. They would have immediately rolled that out. But because it's shameless billionaires who are <laughs> parasitical. They have to just say, this isn't fair. I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. Dude, so I'm a little slower to jump on um, like media collaboration type theories, but it's hard not to see it in this one, right? Like oh, if, if you watch CNBC, if you watch, I'm reading Market Watch and stuff, there is a lot of defense of like the hedge fund and stuff. And to some extent, it's semi warranted. So what Wall Street bets will tell you is, man, these hedge funds have been doing short squeezes forever. We didn't. This is not a new term that I've invented. Mm -hmm. Short squeezes in the '90s, people were talking about this shit. Um, so it's not like Wall Street bets invented this behavior. On the other hand, 
It used to be they'd run up a stock from like 17 to 19 and a half and make some money. They never took it to 423 or 38 or whatever it went to. What what they're doing with these it's ice great. in their blood diamond hands fuckery is at a level we've never seen before. And uh, also, Love it. it used to be like, like Woody, you're, you're short squeezing. You're kind of running up the stock. I am not. I just have a wholehearted belief in GameStop. I think they're undervalued and that they're the that they're the video retailer of the future, video game retailer of the future. Right. <laughs> so and, and like what are you gonna prove my intent? You gonna prove that I didn't think that this stock was gonna have a bounce or something? You know? Um But on Reddit, <laughs> obviously they're doing obviously they're colluding. They are without a doubt. Obviously colluding what they're doing. They, they absolutely are. And like, I, I see this all like, I don't really go on Reddit as much. Like I see it on Twitter and I see mainstream journalists, most of them, the overwhelming majority that work for places like Fox, CNN, CNBC, they're all coming down on the same side. It is independent journalists and all the normal people that are like, rah, rah, shish, boob on like, and so like viscerally, and I have said multiple the, the, times, already, I don't up, understand how when you say works. they're all coming down on the same side, are you saying pro billionaire? Pro billionaire saying okay. that this is so, so like oh the SEC needs to shut this down we need to investigate it oh there's a little bit of volatility in the market uh, oh okay so volatility that affects you negatively this is integral we need to get this taken care of right now this is priority one uh, the wrong people are making money and the very <laughs> wrong people the very wrong people are losing money uh, and so we need to work together media colludes about it the SEC colludes about it all these people are colluding together and they're fucking with the normal people who seem to take advantage of a not even a loophole, because this is what the, the system is, right? It's just that this has been ex exploited to an extent that no one could have seen coming. And so it's like someone coming in and beating you at your game so badly that you have to go home. It's like a mercy rule, right? That's what they're trying to get well, implemented. So I I guess there, I don't know the exact law, but it are, there yeah. are rules about colluding and driving up stock price and market manipulation. You're not supposed to do that. But so, they do it all the time when they go on CNBC and covertly drive down a market and then they short that market without informing people that they're going to do it, right? Like they do that true. all the time. Well, true-ish, you know? It, like mm -hmm. I'm going to, for whatever that's worth, is going to call that 75% true. It, and it's hard to distinguish you know between, more than a, I do. between a guy coming on and saying like, hey, you know what? It, Tesla looks overvalued, but electric cars are the thing of the future and they deserve the market cap of the next six combined because they're soon they're going to sell more than the next six combined or whatever i can say that and i can believe it and is mm -hmm. that me falsely driving up the price of tesla or is that me giving good advice it, it, there's i don't I know mean, either way wouldn't that comparison make what the people on reddit did totally fine i don't think so like what the people on reddit did is like a dishonest intent based collusion no oh those i mean okay. but they but they went into it not dishonestly they saw an opportunity to make a huge amount of money right the they same saw way an that, opportunity to short squeeze and manipulate a market yeah and that's what someone on cnbc is doing they're going on there and I, i'm not giving them the benefit of the, i'm not giving these guys the benefit of the doubt whatsoever they know what they're doing they're smart people they go on there they say what they have planned to say exactly word for word and then they take advantage of the impact in the market right so it just it doesn't seem fair that there's just totally different rules for these people totally different rules yeah. and then robin hood shuts down and all ooh. of this crazy stuff and it's direct involvement direct collusion direct <clears throat> sec involvement fucking over these people it's like this is well you said sec involvement i think that part's on no, target I, yeah I, 
Um, but uh, uh, yeah, so they did. They said they're going to investigate it. The SEC, the SEC, no, the Biden's Treasury Secretary is going to oversee the SEC investigation. But Biden's Treasury Secretary received seven million dollars in speaking <laughs> fees from Citadel. Uh, is that Capital. true? Citadel I, Capital owns. Uh, that's not true. What is it? The name Robin Hood. That's no, not true. No, no, no. I was going to say Robin Hood. Whatever oh, the. I'm the, sorry. It was like it was one of the other names of the hedge funds, like Citadel and something else. Mel? Or maybe it was just Citadel. I'm messing, maybe I'm getting that mixed up. So, so much is that. But what I, I people are saying on the internet is that Citadel, which I guess owns Melvin, also owns Robinhood. So they shut uh-huh. down trading of GameStop and AMC is the other one people are talking yeah. about mostly. They shut down the trading of those. So now what that, uh, I think they made it so you could only buy. If, no, you can only sell. I have it wrong. Or, yeah. they, or they shut it down entirely. One of those. But what that means is they lowered the demand and kept the supply there so that the people who are getting short squeezed can get out, right? It was like a rescue plan almost for the big guys. And I think we saw an example today of a guy, um, I think Chiz linked it to us. It was a guy on the Wall Street Bets subreddit. And he was like, if I can hold, you can hold. And he showed that like he, he was holding like, $27 $27 million worth. <laughs> he had 20, he had like $27 million worth yesterday, but because of all the like freezing of everything, like now it says he's down 10 million and he's like, if I can hold, you can hold stay strong brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, I think I'd hold too, because like some thermopoly shit. Dude, it, I'm just wiped out either. It doesn't really matter if I'm 10 million in debt or a billion in debt. Both <laughs> <laughs> are insurmountable. He bought in. Like, look, like, I, I, I could probably find it, like, like the exact okay. numbers, but he's like bought in for thou- tens of thousands, but he's up to tens of millions or something like that. Like it's crazy the 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 profit that he's made. So I, I wanted um, to explain the Robin Hood ownership structure because I looked into that too. Uh, what people are saying is that I think Citadel owns Melvin. I hope that's right. I'm pretty sure that maybe that's yeah. And that's. they're saying that Citadel owns Robinhood, and that's why they shut down the trading so that Melvin could get out and lose less. All right. The truth is, Citadel doesn't own Robinhood. However, mm-hmm. Robinhood does free trades, and I guess what they do is they sell these trades, and Citadel can sometimes buy them, and then when Citadel executes the trades. They're not at as good a price as they might have otherwise gotten. They're like expired or inactive trades or something, and they just take it out of what they had laying around because it's a higher price than they would have gotten through some other means. It's a little I'm trying, complicated. I'm trying to figure out what you're saying here. So, okay, how, so Cid- how is Robinhood and Citadel? Like Citadel's processing transactions for Robinhood? Yes, what? and they're buying them. So it, I guess this is it. Citadel butters Robinhood's bread. Right, that's that's the message I'm trying to get across. Mm-hmm. They are Robinhood's actual customer, in the same way that you think you're Facebook's customer, but you're not. You know, you're the mm-hmm. product. Facebook, yeah the, yeah, the advertisers are their actual customers. Um, you think you're Robinhood's customer, but you're not. People like Citadel are their real customer. You are the product. Your trades are mm-hmm. going to them, and they're making money by executing your trade at a price that maybe isn't as good as it would have been if it was handled some other way. Mm-hmm. And uh, so 
why did Robin Hood stop trading? Well, this does look a little shady. It's not an ownership structure. It's more of a, who does Robin Hood care more about? The traders or the people who pay them? And the answer is kind of the answer. Can they, can they legally do that? Uh, That's not what's loaded, the that in this situation? Like, can they legally just be like, yeah, this stock that you bought through our, you can no longer sell this. Or you oh. can, we're freezing everything. You can no longer purchase this. It appears that uh, that's going to get some government attention. You know, yeah, AOC is talking about it. Ted Cruz is talking about it. Uh, it. My answer is probably not. You probably now. Mm -hmm. Robin Hood has another answer on another side of this. They might be in a position where there was no obvious, like correct, good, true, honest answer. So, Robin Hood knows that people that like the Wall Street bets guys are doing bad things. Right? Forgive the air quotes, but. They are colluding. They are manipulating market prices and they're using mm -hmm. Robinhood to do it. So Robinhood is like, we're going to get named in every fucking class action suit for the next 10 years, right? Robinhood is so fucked because our users are working together in mm -hmm. broad daylight saying that, you know, drive this thing up, diamond hands, hold, squeeze this uh, uh, hedge fund, right? And Robinhood is the vehicle that they're using to do that. So they're like, we no bad shit's happening. I guess we're obligated to stop bad shit from happening. Okay, now I know. Is, I, I'm confused. Okay. Why? Why would it be bad or illegal or anything for a bunch of people to buy the same stock? It is illegal to collude and manipulate market prices. And so it, a bunch of people said, but but the whole point is, is that like that's I'm saying that that seems to be from the outside looking in, like that seems to be a law that is now being revealed to only apply to the to certain people who aren't in this special club. These billionaires can do this. They can do this anytime they want. And no, well, one no, 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 no. What, what the billionaires can't do is on a message board, say, all right, all billionaires, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> we're going to all get together. We're going to manipulate this stock. Now, this is really going to fuck some people in power over, but who cares? All right. <laughs> diamond hands, brothers, diamond hands. Let's Thank go. You. That you, is what you cannot do now if you're right. in a boardroom somewhere nobody knows about that you may have still committed some collusion but all the colluders were in one little room together not on one of the largest message boards in so, the world so the problem is that everyone knows this happens but because once again it is the wrong group of people they're getting cracked down on it's, no no no, no if the same group of people had done it but they, they had do done it, it in a they convention have, center they, they don't and they had it. said all right everyone on a microphone <laughs> that would have been okay because nobody would have fucking. And if they had it. used the right coded language, right? If they okay. had said, you know what? I believe in GameStop. We all believe in GameStop, right? And you know and who then... doesn't believe in GameStop? Those people who are short squeezing <laughs> it for two points. Now suddenly we're all wearing red hats. And then... <laughs> they don't believe in it. But uh, we do, right, boys? Everyone yeah. believes. Now, this this is a bullshit technicality. If billionaires can do this and they're in their Eiffel Towers, their Eiffel Towers, their Ivory Towers, their, all of their, Eiffel, their towers. Eiffel Towers <laughs> with their croissants, <laughs> and those little coffee nobody likes. Oh, 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 we are going to shoot GameStop with these oh. little proofs. Uh, what do you French. think some artistic retard online going to take our money? Oh, oh. No, French and they billionaires. Did. So I know, but, and I know exactly, I know what you're saying. Like, but I still don't care. Morally, I don't fucking care. These people on Reddit should be able to do this shit if they Oh, I don't care either. I'm glad they're doing it. I hope, oh. I hope they get away with Scott clean. They I hope they make tons of money. I, I have the guy, I have the numbers, by the way. This guy who was telling everyone to, if I can hold, you can hold. 
Um, he's down $10.7 million today. Can you explain? Is he down from the start or did he just earn 10? Like, is he up 18 million instead of 28 million? Yeah. That that seems to be he's he is up seven point seven million instead of eighteen point five million. Okay, all right, now I understand. Wow. What a loser! Yeah. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 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 he could cash out right now for seven point seven million seven hundred seventy six thousand dollars. But he no, 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 because he's principal and he's got. I want to cash money. out for eighteen million, <laughs> which is why we wait till next Thursday. Is that uh, that's eight? I don't know up, when right? it is. Is it Friday? I, I think tomorrow something big happens. And, yeah. and like, the, an interesting thing about, remember the very beginning thing, the short I was explaining mm -hmm. where I borrow stocks from Kyle and then give them back two weeks later. You can lose much more than you invested, right? So normally when I buy a stock for, I'll put 10 grand into a stock. The worst thing that can happen is I lose all 10 grand. That stock drops mm -hmm. to zero. In this scenario where I, the stock's at a hundred bucks, I borrow it from Kyle. I can lose much more. Let's say about one share. I can lose much more than $100, right? That stock can go to 400. And now I have to buy it at 400. I've lost 300, if my math is right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a 400% so, loss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, you can lose far more than you risked. Oh, it's if, beautiful. That's not that phrasing is not great, but oh, yeah, I love yeah. this so much. It's so beautiful. I, this and is I one of my favorite things to happen in so long. Like, <laughs> like I want to know who like the the who's making the most. Like, like I bet there's a bunch of guys. Like, like I don't know. Is like, what did the stock value? What, what is his name? I don't know. What what sure. was the stock at when they began? Like seven dollars, seventeen ish, and it's currently at like two fifty, but it was at four fifty. Roughly. Yeah, 438, I think, but right. Okay, so... At 2 p.m. for like one minute. So today, like 65 like times their money, roughly. <laughs> if they just bought shares, if they bought options to buy shares, then it multiplies out of the wazoo, right? Oh, like, shit. So I can buy a share for $100 a share, right? Or I can be like, all right, so the share is currently at $100. i am going to buy the rights to this stock at 110. So it has to go up 10% for me to even be in the money. But I for for that same $100 is that we made it? Yeah. I can get the option to purchase like a thousand of these things. So it's there's a much bigger chance that I lose it all, but if it does go up like I'm thinking, then there's this chance that I make many multiples of mm -hmm. what I invested. Oh god damn, this is beautiful. Why didn't we know about this? You internet Next time you're gonna do this shit, shoot me a text. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't you like know. to have have, sl have slipped 50, 60 grand into this thing? Oh my god! I I've seen I've seen a dozen steak and shakes go out of business here. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I don't even we could all be sitting on a, a, an extra million, two million dollars today. Like like. Are you thinking so small? <laughs> you put like, 50 like, in. Like, <laughs> you could be sitting on like forty-four million or something like that. Yeah. Well, I completely I mean, I, lose the plot and I buy it. I mean, I'd have had to really believed in this thing. Like, like you could have you could have been like, Kyle, trust me. Do it. Just fifty thousand. You're like, Woody, uh, I, I trust you five thousand worth. I no, no, I was I, I trust you fifty thousand dollars worth. I don't know if I trust you a quarter million dollars worth. You're like, like no, it's gonna happen. You see, there, <laughs> all right, it's like this. The monkey has fifteen bananas. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> apes together strong. Yeah. <laughs> apes together apes strong. strong. I love that meme. Hey, can can I read that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have it? I I'm scrolling. It was, for it's it. really funny. Was that yeah, a green yeah. text? I think it is a green text. Oh, he's looking for it. I saw a green text that was like 2022. Walk into GameStop. Chauffeur parks my car. Walk to <laughs> diamond plated game rack. Pick up Cyberpunk 2078. Oh. Pick up like fucking gold plated controller, whatever the fuck. I don't remember. All cool. right. Let's dumb this down for you apes. Let's say five bananas currently cost $10. One ape on the market has five bananas. Snake asks to borrow five bananas for a bit and instead sells the five bananas thinking that this price will go down, shorting. He thinks he can buy them later for less and give them back to Ape, so he makes a profit on the difference. Group of apes notice what stupid snakes are doing and decide to buy all the bananas on the market until the snakes have no choice but to buy them all from the groups of apes in order to return what they borrowed. If group of apes stay strong, the price will go rocket ship emoji times three apes Reading together that strong was was so helpful it really was <laughs> for me to understand it really was whoever whoever wrote that up like thank you so neck. much because yeah. i get that yeah. apes together strong I, that i can wrap my head around apes together strong certainly. god damn it why didn't we know about this i go to that subreddit occasionally just for shits and giggles it's usually fun stuff thing is we know about the other side right we all know that gamestop is a shit company that's artificially driven way too high you know mm -hmm. that yeah for sure yeah. So why aren't we betting it goes down? How, like, what's the scoop on, what's to stop you from shorting it today? What, I want to borrow those shares from Kyle now and give them back two weeks. Is this a double scheme? It's, I mean, or this is, is not clever that, thinking. Like, this, this is. I know it's, yeah, it's, it seems like. It's, I understand what this you're saying. This seems so volatile, though, that I'm afraid now. Me too. Like, like I'm afraid. I'm not afraid. I, I'm like, breaking the, even on GameStop. I guarantee it. <laughs> I'm completely <yeah>. staying out. <laughs> but it's like... Let, I, let's put a couple thousand dollars in, though, right? Let, let, let's, just, let's bet ooh, against it. Kyle's like, it's gonna feeling go lucky. Yeah, GameStop like, like, is I don't, not worth $250 a share. GameStop is shit. GameStop is blockbuster, but customers hate them even more. Yeah. Like, like it's going to hit $25 a share in, in, in a week. Yeah. Or less. Unless they really I was thinking GameStop has uh, the future and business model of Blockbuster with the love of the customer of your cell phone provider. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. they, they take that hatred and... No one's nostalgic about GameStop. I would I would go... Oh. If there were a Blockbuster down the street, I'd go. go. Oh, I, I would actually go. There's a place, um, I think it's called Videodrome uh, in Atlanta that rents movies. Huh. I'd go. I'd go. Huh. I, like, like it's it's kind of cool to walk around and like they've got shit that you can't really find on the internet sometimes and it's nice to oh yeah they did make a Nightmare on Elm Street twenty seven or whatever it's it's fun to rent movies like I, I like it yeah that was so much fun there's the nostalgia it, there's that because smell of the glue and the popcorn in there the overpriced candy that had been there for far too long oh way if too you were long. smart you, you stopped at the at like a a gas station or an actual grocery store. Only a fool purchases snacks at the Blockbuster. There's Blockbuster. a reason I picked that for like one of my first little post high school jobs. It was like, this is the best place. This is my candy land. Like, like I, <laughs> I love working here. Like the perks are worth like, like you wouldn't even have to pay me. I get to hang out amongst movies and video games all day and I can take home five every night for free. Wow. Yeah. It would help me pick a movie. 
You go to Blockbuster and there's like a wall devoted to whatever. I'm like, oh, Wally's that one must favorite. be good. <laughs> Remember that? It'd be like Wally and Steven, everybody who worked mm-hmm. there. A picture yeah. of them and their favorite. That Seinfeld episode. Oh, this is a Gene pick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Elaine's like, are you Gene? <laughs> it's like a 60. She's like, I brought the beer and cigarettes. <laughs> Gene is 16 years old and he's in a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yes. So. Anyway, this GameStop shit has been blowing my mind. It's no the news collusion angle of this. I can't tell. Maybe I would give too much benefit of the doubt. I'm open to that idea, but I see these like anchors on CNBC, these financial news networks, and they're sympathetic to their friends. And I'm like, is this an evil or? Is this like, you know, I'm sympathetic to my friends too. Like, is I, it- I don't think it's friends as much as they know who holds the cards as far as their job, as far as their future in that industry. You know, you want to be a CNBC talking head. You do not come out against hedge fund, hedge fund managers in this way. Like you, you, they know where their bread's buttered to use that phrase again. Okay. I see that. And I think it's valid. Is it not also possible that they actually know these hedge fund managers. They've known them for seven years now. They travel in the same circles and hang out at the same parties and, and just feel differently about them than you know, maybe you and I do. I, if that's the case, then we should be disregarding everything they say on days more than just a day. Because you know, that might be good advice. Everything that they've said is is now tainted by the fact that, yeah, and you're right. That's exactly true. They have a lot more in common with a hedge fund manager, hedge fund manager than they do me, you, or Kyle. So they are always going to take that side. When they go out to dinner, they're going with those people. When they have a, a social outing, that's where they go. They're not going to be held accountable ever to some guy in Iowa who put $30,000 in this and is... They don't spend New Year's Eve with Redditors. No, no, they don't. And so, like, yeah, th- these people are scumbags, I think. Do you know that uh, on Wall Street bets they're already rallying, rallying together to uh, begin the class action lawsuit against Robin Hood? Yes, yes. How's that and, gonna end? Is Robin Hood just done now? Because I can we bet against Robin Hood? Yeah, can we bet against Robin Hood? That's gonna go down. Now I, I I started to explain like Robin Hood realizes that they are a vehicle being used to collude with, and and I don't know where Robin Hood has the clear obvious right thing to do. Uh, like Robin Hood privately. Well, lo- locking people's money out is probably not the right thing to do. They're they're <sighs> going to be in a lot of trouble. Robin Hood is done. Robin Hood is done. Like like I think Scum was was he, he's like I'm signing. I saw him saying that he he's he's like well I look forward to being part of this class action lawsuit now. <laughs> like I don't know if he had any GameStop stock. Like if he if he was invested at all. But I know that he uses Robin Hood and he couldn't get to his money today. Oh, interesting. I, I, I try not to bring politics into it. I remember Comey was in this position. If I recall, he said that there was no federal investigation into Hillary Clinton. Mm. And then there wasn't. But then shortly afterwards, there was. So he went out and publicly said there is a federal investigation against Hillary Clinton. And he's like, I don't know. Like, there's no good answer on this. The good answer would have been not to comment in the very first place. But he's like, after I went publicly and said there wasn't one, and then that became untrue, what am I, like, what's the best way to handle this situation? There isn't a clear, obvious, right thing to do. Mm. That's how Wouldn't I feel he about- know there was an incoming investigation as head of the FBI? Maybe. And I might be fucking up the details of that. But uh, um, I feel like there's a parallel there in, in Robin Hood. And it's like, they know that their stuff is being 
their their service is being used to collude and artificially drive market prices up and sort of you know do some illegal fuckery. So do they halt that bad activity, which is clearly going to hook up the hedge funds, and that feels like illegal fuckery too. Yeah, and so if I'm Robin Hood, you have to choose between the illegal fuckery options in front of you. I don't know what's right. I I don't I think that they're not responsible for like. I'm sure there's insider trading that goes on all the all the time, but Robinhood isn't responsible for it just because it happens through their app. Like 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 I don't think that they have a Neither case is here. AT and T where the message yeah, may no have one been transmitted, right? Like yeah, no exactly. One, it's somehow on phone lines. Everybody gets it, right? Everyone gets it. No one ever holds uh, Verizon responsibility for a conversation that happens between two people. Mm-hmm. But. They do hold Facebook responsible for things that I say or Twitter, or, and they do hold, um, you know, Robinhood responsible for the trades I make. If Robinhood knows I'm doing illegal fuckery, somehow AT, I guess you have to keep your hands all the way off or all the way on, and in between get you burnt. Yeah, maybe Facebook's it's, weird though because like it, it actually has moderators. You know, like if if AT, if the phone lines had moderators that were listening to everything we said, and then they heard some illegal shit going on, they're like, whoa. Um, well, keep it down over there, guys. You know, <laughs> with that, with that, with that mob talk. You know, then I think they are culpable if they're if they're helping to like, you know, connect the mob knowingly and, and arrange some crimes to be done. Right. That the parallels break down a little bit when you yeah I guess look so into yeah, it closely no, it enough. Really but but that is the there. the argument that people try to make. You know, are we just the phone line, or are we on the opposite end of the spectrum? New York Times, which completely controls everything they say and do. Yeah. Well. Anyway, um, I think that like billionaires losing, especially hedge fund billionaires losing, is just a fun thing for me. I'm glad yeah. it's happening. Um, it, it, it can't affect me in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can't imagine how it could. Uh, so I'm very happy for it. And I'm happy that people on Reddit um, were smart enough to like take the man down a notch. I, I, yeah. I hope that they all get their their money out and like profit from it. And I hope that they all just fucking meme and meme and meme some more <laughs> with their millions of dollars in profit. And I hope they do it again. And someone fucking tells me that. <laughs> yes, do it. We need to know <laughs> the next time we need to follow the wall street bet subreddit for the Jesus. next time that guy freaks out. All we and, had and to do was send idea. us a, send us a message over there in the 50 discord. I, I read all those, you know, you know, just, just <laughs> <laughs> Let me know next time you're going to get together and, and take down a fucking hedge fund. Like, I want to be part of this. I mean, these I, poor hedge fund billionaires. I'd have gotten somebody oh. to walk me through how to do it. it you know, have these billionaires considered budgeting? You know, maybe, maybe they should have a better budget. I mean, I, I bet they own an iPhone. Uh, they could always learn to code. They could always install solar panels. This is smart, these, Taylor. These very, very I, I many, think they like, need to stop getting their morning. coffee at Starbucks and no more avocado toast. I love yeah. that when like when anything goes bad for these people, even though they're all millionaires, even if everything goes as bad as possible, they're going to be fucking fine and live a wonderful. Well, I, articles I don't know. like this could this be ruinous. Are why I'm not shorting GameStop. I, I just found this. I, I was like, why don't people short GameStop? It, it is obviously air quotes the right thing to do. So now is finally time to short GameStop. Their share price has risen mediocrity. Can't say the word right now. Meteor- meteorically. Meteorically, thank you. 
Anyway, here's a picture of it at $61, which is like one quarter of what it is now. Yeah. <laughs> this article is from three days ago. Now it's time to short GameStop. <laughs> I, did, I did that like I was looking at the stock price on Google where it's like today, you know, one week max yes. and you look at max and it's just it, it's straight line because even the little variations aren't enough to really notice compared to the <laughs> enormous pinnacle of 400 and did you see today if you look at today's graph it went up from like 158 to 202 it went up to 490 dollars and then it went today down today it like was at 490 yeah, oh went, i, I think i'm like on a target four minute period it like exploded I would imagine that tomorrow it's going to go way the fuck. Like, all right, so let's look at what's changed today. I don't know when when the like yeah. the hedge fund has to buy, but is it tomorrow? I think so. I don't know when the hedge fund ha has to buy, but I would like to know because if it's, for example, next Wednesday, this thing is going to explode tomorrow when trading opens. I think a lot of shit happens tomorrow, which is the 29th for people watching this in the future or what have you. Friday the 29th, I think is when like it all goes down. That that that's when, you know, Well, that's the, a damn shame. The snake because if it were next it. Wednesday, then it would be worth buying this thing at 200 because the media attention it's gotten today like like makes all the Reddit shit it, it just it pales in comparison to what it's gotten today. It's outrageous. I'm getting it from everywhere. It's like like all sorts of YouTube videos are cropping up. Mm -hmm. Like it's massive. My wife, this I'm sorry, she listens to the news a lot to, to uh, add to your point. And uh, she's always got, you know, usually some left wing news person talking in her ear. She wears wireless headphones all the time. They're talking about GameStop today. They're talking about AOC and Ted Cruz being on the same team for two and, and a half Trump minutes. Jr. Yeah. And Trump Jr. Okay. All on the same team. <laughs> and I saw like Mark Cuban, uh, a couple guys from like the or not the Apprentice, uh, Shark Tank, yeah. being like, "Yeah, serves them right." That, that one guy, Mister Wonderful, was like, "These predatory people serves them right." Like beating at their own game, like paraphrasing something to that effect. But I was like, "Nice." Seems like everybody likes this except for the the finance people in media and the media as a whole, and the people getting fucked themselves in the hedge funds, and that's good. If, yeah. if you find yourself allied against those forces, I think you're on the right side. My exposure to it hasn't been quite as one-sided as yours. Like I was reading a lot of Market Watch today, and they were explaining Reddit culture, you know, what attendee is, what diamond hands are, paper hands, and more. And uh, it seemed unbiased to me. I mean, it just sort of like I saw them. Up. I saw them call redditors alt right. Oh, I did see that. I think the New York Times had to issue a retraction. I think Chiz told me that. So, it, you know, mm -hmm. I, I didn't see it firsthand. But I guess New York Times tried to link Wall Street bets to, I don't know, Proud Boys or something. And there's no link there. They're, they're a non-political group. I'm sure there's left and right. Donald Trump has been warning us about the, the lying New York Times for years now. True, true. That's true. I mean, they no, no, that was the Wall Street Journal that that told us that PewDiePie was a Nazi like four years. <laughs> that. Oh, they still haven't let that. The dangerous did. gamer. <laughs> like, didn't he wear an SS hat though? I don't because I, I look. I look. First of all, I don't think that. PewDiePie did he put it all on and was like, "Today's be your hero day." Like, <laughs> <laughs> or was it a bad taste meme? And I don't even know if he did that. Yeah, I, I don't know if he. I don't believe either. you if he did. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't care if he did. Made me, I, you know, I hope he did. He might have been. <laughs> <laughs> I've shit in the woods before. Yet a bear I am not. See? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
Was it Vox that did it? When I Googled it, I found Vox. I remember it was Wall Street Journal. Okay. I don't know. I, I okay. read the article. I read the headline of the article, like like that what they had said, like like Reddit, but you know, many of many members of which are linked to alt-right groups or something like that. Um, I don't know. I I I like I said, if if there were more time, like if this thing weren't going to like go down tomorrow, then this thing would then this thing's going up higher. Like if this thing goes down Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday of next week, then it's going much, much higher because like it won't just be like fucking Pepe diamond hands over there buying up shares. It'll be mom and pop and everybody on, on main street. I, I, I I'm going to get roasted on the internet for this, but I'm kind of of the paper hands opinion. I'm like, dude, I, I think tomorrow is the day everyone gets out and you're going to lose this game of musical chairs if you're diamond hands. But people like me would cause this not to work. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. I have, I have two paramotor friends. One's a diamond hand and one's a paper hand. And uh, he's like, man, I'd have made so much more if I was diamonds. Game's not over yet. Let's watch. I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I got to ask somebody. Are you asking me something? Is that what's coming? Uh, no, no, no. I'm oh. asking Chiz if it's too late to buy cakes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's the stupidest question I could possibly ask. But it's like, if there's a chance that it's not too late to buy it at 240 and on the hopes that it's going to go to 350 or 850 by, by Wednesday of next week, I don't know because I don't know anything about this. I don't know when it's going down. I get the concept and I, I, I understand that, like, this thing has gotten a lot of attention and that I would think more people would want to buy in and then the price would go even higher than it is currently. So efficient market theory, efficient market hypothesis. This is, you don't know this already, right? These well, are words. Yeah. Even if you do, I'm sure it's new to a listener <laughs> out there. <laughs> the thought process is this, that regular people like us can't like all stocks are fairly valued because Whatever knowledge is public enough for you or I to know it is already priced into it, right? Mm -hmm. So if it's something like, I don't know, we all know the price of gas will go up from here, right? Right now we're in a pandemic. People are driving less. That's going to change a year from now. Price yep. of gas is going to go up and that's going to hurt big car sales, big truck sales. That is already priced into the makers of big trucks. People, this is widely known. It's not a surprise. Or you could go the other way. You know, cruise liners are going to return. Is it a good time to invest in a cruise line right now? Well, it is no secret that the cruise industry will likely revive sometime in 2022. So whatever like clever idea you think you have is already priced into that stock. That's efficient market theory. And this GameStop kind of violates, you know, that it says that it's wrong, yes. but what you're doing is you're like, Hey, you know what? Like you're kind of a latecomer to this party saying like, oh, I'm going to make a bet. Clearly GameStop fuckery is about that's already priced into it. That, that I feel like we don't have insider knowledge and therefore it's very hard to make predictions. That I think what's not priced into, into it. it. I think what's not priced into it since trading ended today was, all of the attention that this has gotten. Huh. So there's aftermarket trading happening now. It's down to 198, right? Does that sound right? Yeah, I, think I so. have no idea. 
I, and this is from, I just put in the article. I just, this is from time.com. This is some guy talking about this. They use the memes of the far right, Broderick said about the Wall Street bets community. I don't want to go so far as to say there's like a fascist or authoritarian bent here, but they're using the tools that these groups have built. It's the same playbook. They're just doing it on the stock market as opposed to on the Trump campaign. But and it's what, like, can you t- what say the news outlet on that again? That was time. So I think they had to retract that. And it's an embarrassment. Like that person did less research for the New York Times than I did for Painkiller already. Like that's some horse shit right there. It's clearly someone just trying. They're like, what do we do when we want to? Well, we say they're racist and bad. How do we get from the stock market? Well, we just nagle something. Okay. It's, It's a problem, right? Because that will and should dent New York Times credibility, right? New York Times putting out like that kind of bullshittery. This is just time. This is time. The New York Times oh. probably did a different one. This is time. Oh, though. Time Magazine. I'm sorry. In, uh, I added my own words. <laughs> yeah, I just put in the right wing uh, and then GameStop just to see what came up on Google. Yeah, so Time Magazine. Well, I don't know how credible they were before this, but the, like that, yeah. it's, he must have invented that out of whole cloth. That's not there. If you hang, if you spend any time on Wall Street bets, it's not very political. I don't know. This guy, he studies online culture. <laughs> Wait, what did we have I feel like Bane in this situation. Like, you may have adopted online culture, but I was born bred of online culture. Yeah, a newsletter based around web culture. I was told this morning that my dad has stock in GameStop because he's a Robinhood user and he's like 70 or something and has no idea what's going on. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is funny. (laughs) I hope he's made $44 million at the expense of some hedge fund. I put all my life savings in GameStop. (laughs) I love Jack, says your boy. (laughs) 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 That checkers company. Checkers. Chess, Uh, too many rules. I like simple games. (laughs) <laughs> they have that cup with the ball on the string you can get there god don't you love class warfare I, dude yeah that's what it is that's yeah. what it is on a, on a on a different topic if we're done with this sure yeah unless there's new news that comes up because this is so interesting yeah for sure like, like kind of on the class warfare thing i'll make it quick but i found a new tv show um that's pretty good all right, it's called Snowpiercer. You remember the movie Snowpiercer? Yes, the where they're on the together. train yeah. that you like know, the world is frozen is, over. They're eating the bug bars. The eating bug the bug bars. bars. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Whatever. The um. So there's a TV show, uh, and it's actually pretty fucking good. Like one season's already out, and the second season is like debuting right now. Like uh, season two, episode one came out last week. What's it on? Uh, uh, I think it's on TNT, but I watched it on HBO. And I think it might be on Amazon too. It's pretty good. I liked it. It's extremely violent. Um, I've seen a, enough nudity to keep me interested. And uh, I like the characters. And I like the. At first, I was like, how are you going to make that movie into a TV show and keep that going episodically? Hmm? Is it an even bigger train? It's the same train. It's the same train. It's just a different story. It's, you know, it, it's, it's, is there's this a still to it. Or, uh, no, it's, this is this is ignoring the movie. It's just the movie again, but longer. It's all right. No, no, <laughs> it's a TV show 
called Snowpiercer. So it's the movie about, about shorter. I get it. A, Say no TV more. Called, <laughs> TV show called Snowpiercer about the movie Snowpiercer. No, forget okay. the movie. Okay, I've forgotten it. But what does about, it have to do with the movie? Everything <laughs> <laughs> and nothing. Okay. All right. Like the characters are, are the characters are all different. The story is different. However, it does take place on a train that that is, you know, was created by Mr. Wilford. And yes. there are the people called the Tailies who are in the tail of the train, who are like the 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 shitty class who who like are really just stowaways. They didn't have tickets. You know, they they barged onto the train and they got shoved back there and mm-hmm. they've had to resort to cannibalism and they're all filthy back there. And then there's there's the third class, second class, and first class people. And the first class people are all snooty and they've got like hundreds of millions of dollars invested. That's why they are in the first class. And Jennifer Connelly is uh, like the star of the show. And uh, she's like the head of hospitality. And she's like the face, uh, the forward facing face of Mr. Wilford, as it were. She's the one who's out there solving problems and getting to the bottom of things. If I were an uber wealthy guy who was making a train for this purpose, I would never make the train big enough to support thousands of stowaways should that happen. They, he, he didn't. That's why for elite rich people. Yeah, he didn't. That's why they're like really having a hard time back there in the back and eating those disgusting bars of food and resorting to cannibalism and they're always killing them off and taking away their breeding rights. Oh. Well, I guess that makes sense. You are on a train. You can't be having a bunch of kids. I highly value my breeding rights. You might... I, I feel like... Look, I don't want kids. I just want practice. And yeah. oh, you can have all the practice you want, but they sterilize the women. Oh, well, that's actually that's. Oh, that doesn't affect yeah. me at all. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I, Not now. I'm no problem board. with that at all. You just got to muscle um, down some bug bars and get used to. This all happens in the first episode, but just to give you a general idea of what the story is about, um, there a murder happens aboard the train amongst like the first or second class people, like the snooty people. <laughs> And they got to get to the bottom of it. So Jennifer Connelly finds out by, by searching all the, through the pastor manifest that in the tail of the of the train, there is a guy who used to be a, a homicide detective. So they pull him out of the tail to to like investigate this murder. And uh, and so he's suddenly getting exposed to like real food and being able to see the sun for the first time in seven years and like going through all of that and it's pretty fucking cool to like see him slowly like you know get out of the haze of living in the shit end of the of the uh of the train and like get accustomed they come down to the shit end of the train they can ask any occupation i'm standing up (laughs) we have a professional cocksucker (laughs) (laughs) do we have a guy we could just beat indiscriminately i'm your man, I'm your man. i can take a punch headshots yeah. only please um <laughs> i've got homer since a, a cup of water yeah <laughs> but Kyle, uh, why are but, they stuck on the train that's important so what happened was um use of fossil fuels global warming was happening happening and then i think there was also like a war maybe a nuclear war um and the world was getting really hot as a result of all of that so the scientists created this stuff um that they would launch into the atmosphere to create cool a cooling effect but it sort of ran away with them and it cooled like the surface is negative 120 degrees celsius and i had a job and I had to Google that. That's <laughs> negative 180 degrees Fahrenheit. 
So oh. it's so Constant cold. Carries that one. Oh Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! <laughs> it's going to it's be freezing so, out here. It's, it's gonna... so cold on the outside that they utilize the cold air outside as like a torture and execution method. Oh, I like, remember that. They stick the okay. Well, yeah. they put the the, per, the people's hand out the porthole and like freeze their arms off and then shatter them with a hammer. But then there's a scene where like they just have a hose hooked up so they can just apply a little cold air at a time and like freeze a finger off if they want. And like the execution method is called um, like ice lungs or, or or something like that, where they like put a breathing apparatus on you and they hook the cold air up so you inhale it and then just freeze your insides and kill you that way. Like like there's all, and, and, after that. Huh? Do they eat them after they that? They compost you. Oh, I was wondering why they didn't just airlock them out. Like yeah, or just throw them off but, the. Channel. Yeah, because of the limited resources, they they want the bodies for compost. And uh, the show does a really good job of showing just how enormous the train is. It's like it's over a thousand cars long. And uh, there's this part where like they're they're in the tail and they're talking. They're, they're like, they're never going to give us like our own beds and a place to stay. He's like, dude, they've got a bowling alley up there. All right. They have room for us. <laughs> <laughs> like because like, they've got a bowling alley. They've got like an aquarium. Can you imagine a dumber sport to play on a, tra a moving train? <laughs> I didn't think that through. <laughs> maybe, may, maybe pool. <laughs> pool pool ping pong. At least you're not going to die from a pool table. Dude, I've, on these pool Disney cruises, pong. there's ping pong tables up on like the deck next to the pools and stuff. And it's Gyroscope. like everything's moving around. And you're imagine ping pong in like a, a boat that's going 19 miles an hour through 30 mile an hour wind. Like what? This is the worst game ever. The balls just yes. sip it all over one side. So many balls just go into the sea. <laughs> you hit it at the other guy and stops and goes back at you. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a pretty good show. Um, and there's a lot of class warfare going on. That's what made me think of it is uh, with this, this Wall Street bet stuff. Some of the first class passengers are just like abs actually literally evil. Um, so that's that's really fun. Jennifer Connelly is super hot as she always is. How far are you into it? One I finished the first season today, and oh. uh, I watched the first episode of the second season. And uh, again, I like to avoid spoilers, but yeah. they introduce a huge uh, new character uh, played by an actor we all know, um, and the uh, in the in the beginning of the second season, um, like like a, a, a really the actor it is in the spoiler. We don't even know who he's playing. Al thinks it is a spoiler, so maybe take his judgment. It's a big actor. He's he's in some of our favorite uh, movies and TV shows. No, oh, Tom Homer Cruise. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dude, can I can I change oh the TV show? Mm -hmm. Have you guys been watching WandaVision? No. I'm oh my fucking god! All right. So do you want me to start on WandaVision, or do you want to go? But I'm going to take that as a yes. Oh, I've seen it all. Please. What is it? WandaVision is such a piece of shit fucking show. I can't even tell you the piece of shit fucking show called WandaVision. Okay, first of all, makers of WandaVision, nobody's impressed. Nobody's impressed that you can fucking masturbate your fucking videographer cock off and show us some 50s, 60s, and 70s era TV in each episode. All right, no one fucking cares that you're filming in front of a live studio audience. No one fucking cares that you are cutesy enough to call it WandaVision because the characters' names are Wanda and Vision. No one fucking cares. I love Marvel. I love 
all of the Marvel shit. Oh, Some of it to a lesser extent than others, I'll admit. But most of it, I think, is very good for comic book shit. I know it's not fucking theater, but I enjoy it, and I've seen it all. This is the worst thing they've ever fucking thought up. This is not about superheroes living undercover in a neighborhood, which is what I thought it was supposed to be. No, 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 no. Yeah. First of all, none of this is even fucking happening, and that's the only reason I keep watching. I'm going to spoil the shit out of this. Get ready. You won't <laughs> You're gonna be all the better for it. They spend about <laughs> they spend exactly can you, thirty. Can you tell me to, what the backup like? What is this about? Who is Wanda? Who's Wanda? Uh, who's let me do you? this real quick. So, yeah, like, uh, so I'm not the only Wanda one. is Scarlet Witch or Scarlet Scarlet Witch. Do I have that right? That's not gonna help him. He's and seen two Marvel movies ever. She is the most. She is arguably the most powerful character in the Marvel universe. She and fucks she, Hugh Jackman in that movie, right? No. Oh, <laughs> then I don't know who that is. No. All right. Can. Anyway, uh, she has the powers to alter reality. Apparently, she's the whole Infinity Gauntlet wrapped into her essence or something uh -huh. like that. Uh, she nearly beat Thanos single-handedly had he not turned the rain fire thing down during the endgame battle scene. Very, 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 very powerful. She is mm -hmm. in love with Vision, who's also one of the more powerful and truly good guys in Marvel. Okay. Vision died in... Uh, what was before endgame? What was that? Infinity War. Infinity War. Yeah. So her, the love of her life died in Infinity War. And mm -hmm. now this takes place after that. And in her like imagination or altering actual reality, we're a little confused. Um, is this like idyllic 1950s leave it to beaver kind of show. That's where, episode one. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it, where she and Vision are living this fantasy of silly 1950s. In comedy. black and white. In black and white. And four by three aspect ratio. Oh. And then it goes to 60s and then it goes to 70s. And throughout they the are, show, there are very little drops and hints that like this silly neighbor with dumbass dialogue is actually another witch and this person is actually this i don't know the marvel universe super well so you can slip lesser known superheroes past me and i don't catch it but um apparently like everyone we've seen is a superhero i watched the um easter egg youtube channels that explain stuff to me okay and um oh you don't watch those no so like that dumbass neighbor that ran his head trimmer through the brick wall sure He's like a superhero. The woman who gets a lot of screen time. She has a brooch. She's yeah, her, the comedic like, actress. Um, she's she's been in a lot of comedies. She, I, I know exactly. She may be a witch mentor of Scarlet. So with she's Wanda. trapping other superheroes in a fake reality with her, or she's we just don't like, know. Man. What it looks like to me is that like either either the evil organization in the Marvel universe, which is uh, Hydra has her and they have her in some sort of a fucking alternate reality and some sort of a like building somewhere and they're like they're like manipulating her like draw power from her or something that's probably the big ending is that they've got her in like some sort of suspended animation reality and her dreams are powering some sort of fucking doomsday machine or something like that because none of this is happening because vision is fucking dead First of all, like, how do you know he's dead? Wait, wait, you said that this one because the thing that makes Vision be alive is one of the infinity stones that they put inside of his head because he's an, uh, an artificial reality created by Tony Stark and uh, in, in Age of Ultron, which is like the third of the second Avengers movie. And Thanos 
pulled that out of his fucking head, put it in his gauntlet, and then the end of uh, end game, they exp- Tony uh, Tony Stark snaps his fingers and destroys the gauntlet, thereby destroying Vision. Vision has been dead for two movies, and he's a hundred percent dead at the end of Endgame. Vision's no, dead. No way, Scarlett Johansson, not Scarlett Johansson, Scarlett whatever brought him back. So it's all no way. As you're watching oh, this, actually, so the dream sequence. Kyle and I diverge there. I think that she brought him back. She has time travel. I don't know how the fuck she brought him back, but I think that he's going to be alive in this somehow. And um, I also don't think that she's being controlled. I think that she's the controller and that she set up this environment that everybody else would like to pierce and bring her back to the normal world. But I, that, that, it, that, that I think is possible. Okay. And, but. To where Kyle started, I'm kind of there too. It's almost as if this thing about making it a sitcom from the 50s, 60s, and 70s is a social experiment to see how much fucking political capital from the Marvel Universe they could spend. We're going to make the shittiest fucking most awful, terrible distortion of a Marvel Universe thing that you love and see how long you're willing to sit through this bullshittery. I would it, rather watch Wolverine, the gay porn years than this. <laughs> like, like, like when Wolverine really hit rock bottom and he was no longer doing that bare-fisted boxing thing we saw him doing in Alaska. This is when he was sucking dick for three years in Miami. Like that would be far more interesting. Maybe a claw slips and he circumcises a guy. Actually, you're selling me. Tell Wolverine, me more. You're the only porn actor who has a re- regenerating virgin asshole. <laughs> we need you. Every scene is a virgin <laughs> penetrated scene with you. We've Wolverine. got a Japanese businessman who will pay top dollar to watch someone fuck a hole in your skull, <laughs> and you can do it every week. It's, yeah. it's insane. No. <laughs> It's so fucking bad, and I've watched it. I keep watching it for that 30 seconds that they slip in at the end of every episode where they're like, oh, by the way, the Marvel Universe exists, and all of your favorite superheroes are just out there. Like in the last episode, like uh, that that black woman like slips through a portal, and now she's like outside some sort of a giant chain-link fence-enclosed area where some facility is, and there's spotlights on her, and there's a whole team of soldiers and stuff like like swarming in on her, like, oh yeah, what, what happened did, in there? What did you she just... say during the show that was a, a clue? She told she somebody she's like, killed somebody, maybe. Yeah, she she was like Thanos killed so and so, or your brother, uh, Petro, or oh, whatever yes, his name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She mentioned her brother Petro because, like, that's the thing. She like, said Wanda she used does to be a twin, maybe. And... Yeah, Wanda's. She's like, I used to have a twin brother named Pietro, and and she and the black lady's like, yeah. Um, Ultron killed him. Yeah, yeah, and and Wakovia or whatever, not Wakovia, wherever it was, that that fucking made up European country. It was. It wasn't Wakanda, and it it wasn't Wakovia because that's a bank. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I think it's Sarkovia. I think I combined Wakanda and and and, uh, Sarkovia. It's it's something like that. It's made up Marvel shit. She's like, yeah, Ultron killed him, and she's like, wait, what did you say? Because it was like a. A knowledge that came from outside of her little, what I think to be is her created little vision world in black and white or whatever. Yeah, yeah. She's got, it's like she's had a mental breakdown perhaps and like this is her like safe place and they're trying to either pull her out of that or, but I also have seen like little hints at Hydra. Like like I saw the commercial for the Hydra watches um, that, that she watched on TV or something like that. You know, it's got that mini headed snake thing. Well, it's a Hydra. It, that's what a Hydra is. Look, okay. I, 
I can't tell you how upset I am. And I keep watching this shit. I'm going to keep watching it. But I'm. You hate it. I've never heard you more than that you I, i've insane. never hated a show this much before eh, there's I some fun in hating a show so too. fucking much. but I, I, it, it's marvel they still have political capital left with me or social capital whatever I play you want that to call intro it. with the and all the marvel shit flying around and, and like and, yeah all right it, it's like pavlovian dog response when i see that i'm like oh ho, popcorn time this is gonna be some good Oh, it's oh, it's bewitched this week. If they're, I was telling a story and I opened it with Taylor, wait for it. And then, you know, the, the first 40 seconds was boring. You'd be like, oh, I, this it's coming. It's that, coming. That's what WandaVision is doing. There's this and they keep giving you this little wait for it. You know, like like Kyle says, 30 seconds in color. And there are a lot of Easter eggs in this. I can't catch them myself. I'm not that deep in the in the lore. I'm sure I, I'm not catching them all, but I see a lot of them. I, so are they solving mysteries? Are they no? Oh, that's the worst part. That's the worst part. There's an entire episode where they compete in a talent show. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's the entire episode. They, there is a talent show for a black and white 1950s Leave It to Beaver style town. Like it's it it's there. It's like I love Lucy, and then Leave It to Beaver, and then Bewitched. It's what it felt like to me as we're going through these episodes. This sounds, this sounds like if you put me in charge of a Marvel show, and I intentionally sabotage, made it awful, try and ruin the superhero trend. So you guys are both right, except that there's all this under the surface stuff happening. These hints, like I watch WandaVision, hate it, and then afterwards they're like. Hey, did you see these two lines when someone says this is all about the kids? And then she says, you know, that some, this is what they mean by that. And did you notice this brooch this person is wearing? That's an indication that she's actually this guy over here. And did you see that? And like all these subtleties that I don't catch on my personal surface. Like, it's like reading Animal Farm and thinking it's a story about animals on a farm when it's really this deeper meaning about communism. Capitalism and, and yeah, communism capitalism. and class base. Yeah. Yeah. So I you know, I read Animal Farm and I liked it, but I only understood the top layer. Oh, this is like, it, babe. Okay. <laughs> and then in school, like it, it would go and the teacher would explain all the rest of the depth to it. That's what YouTube is doing for me. And I still don't like it. I still wish they would just tell great stories but I, I know it it's because of all the details that they put into it it's like there's hints that the marvel quality is still there they're just holding it back it's so goddamn bad and and look tv is the best medium for telling stories like like as much as i love the marvel universe i, I was so excited when i heard about this show i i saw it was black and white in the previews but i was like that's probably a joke, you know, like, like there's gotta be a reason for this. Like, like something's going on here. I, okay. I, I, I'm on board. I'm on board. Like, like I heard that, that there's some sort of a Harry Potter TV show in development at HBO. Like, like they're, it's either in development or pre-development or something like that. Like, and I'm, I was like, Oh my God, that'll be so fucking good. That's one of my favorite universes. I'll, I'll watch the shit out of that. I can't wait to see who they, you know, cast everyone as it's going to be great. You know, just like the Lord of the Rings thing over on Amazon. Oh man, that's going to be so good. I hope they do it well. But that's how I felt about this going in. Like a TV show in the Marvel universe is going to be so cool. They're going to be able to like slip so many side characters in that normally wouldn't get screen time in a movie. They're going to be able to explore these little, like the X-Men cartoons. I don't know if you've watched those. 
they were really good. Like, like you were able to slip in so many characters and go down so many cool uh, storylines with the X-Men cartoons. That's what I always, and that, that's what made me love Marvel originally and why like I was always so excited when Marvel caught on and became these billion dollar franchises because like as a kid, the X-Men was my favorite cartoon. I loved superheroes. I loved the X-Men and like, like when they, I like the Fantastic Four and all that shit. This is so goddamn bad though. I really hope, here's what I hope happens. I hope that, because I see it gets good reviews. I hope that it's just like, I, I hope these people that were reviewing it are the only people who like it and they're just sucking off Marvel dick because they want to keep their jobs and the vast majority of people are like us and they fucking despise what's happening right now and really wish there were some sort of a, like Fantastic Four TV show or some shit like that where they just fought fucking crime and it was dark and gritty and people fucking died and there was blood like I we love the boys all right like like Give me the boys, but a little softer in the Marvel universe, and I'll be so fucking happy. Like you don't have to fucking mouth fuck one of the superheroes in episode oh, one, okay? Christ, you don't. That's true. You don't. <laughs> you don't have to mouth fuck like Rogue right off the bat. For one thing, she would like kill you with her mouth because she can't touch other people. You know that that's part of her deal. But for another, you just you wouldn't mouth fuck Rogue or any of the the X Men or any of the superheroes in a, in a Marvel comic. Maybe that comic one movie. guy with the wings. I oh, Angel. Angel, yeah. Yeah, I might mouth. Yeah, know. I'd mouth fuck him. <laughs> thanks, thanks for backing me I up hope on it that. Gets, I, hope it gets, I hope it gets canceled. I hope no one is watching it. I hope everyone hates it. The only thing that I think would prevent that is because it's on like HBO and not like a standard network. Like Netflix is so quick to cut the cord on stuff. It's on Disney Plus. Oh, I'm so sorry. It is on Disney Plus. Of course it is. They own Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. I hope I hope it gets canceled. I hope that this because I think that if it's allowed to 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 go forward, if people actually keep watching this, then it's going to set a bad precedent, and they're going to be able to make more artsy. I want to use the F word. Pretty soon, artsy pretty shit soon. like this. <laughs> artsy bundle so of stickery. Kyle, I mean, I don't want to scare you, but pretty soon, if this doesn't stop, every single superhero movie that gets released is going to have the same formulaic plot. <laughs> Taylor, you're not and invited I to this pray, conversation. <laughs> I pray they never get so lazy that they just manufacture <laughs> over and over and hope people that hope people don't notice because this guy has wings. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh no, this guy is uh, this guy can shoot even uh, colder ice. <laughs> <laughs> That's how uh, Flash goes. Like in Flash, every fight is based on who could go a little bit faster than the next person. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> just, week yep. after week, they just they just fight to eke out that one percent more speed. When you guys talked about like some of the Flash's abilities before, I was blown away. Because, like, in my head, I was, like, fast. Like, wow, you can go get help. And it's like, no, he can actually uh, warp time and space by mm -hmm. skipping and, like, all sorts of different skills. He can skills. vibrate his, his atoms. Yeah, he can move at a, through at a molecular level. That's exactly where I was headed. He, he can like, literally walk through walls and stuff without damaging them by like, vibrating every atom in his body. And, like, that's just a lot of atoms to keep track of. I'm sorry. a lot of atoms to keep track of. Look, I... I agree with you, Taylor. Many of the Marvel movies do follow the same exact formulate plot where like the bad guy, especially in the first movie, is just a slightly different yeah. version of the good guy. Look at Iron Man 1, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, what's what's his nemesis? It's an even greedier billionaire uh, with a giant Iron Man suit. It's bigger, though. 
Uh, you know, Can I interrupt? I was yeah. literally going to correct you and say, no, no, you mean Iron Man 2, which is the guy with the Iron Man whip, <laughs> <laughs> where he fights a different vert. No, you, you did it right. but two and I, I can't even talk shit about watching stuff like that. I, what am I going to do? Rewatch The Simpsons again? Watch more King of the Hill? <laughs> <laughs> but so WandaVision, they just give you a drop of promise, and I'm clinging to that. But I am also completely willing to just full 80 or 180 on them mm-hmm. and say this sucked all along. If they canceled it tomorrow, I would be happy. I, they do. I used to watch lost. You guys have heard me rant against yeah. the TV. Oh show God. Lost yeah. This is very similar. Yeah. Lost was a show. It was like a 90 minute trailer for the next show you wanted to see or a 60 minute trailer for the next show you wanted to see every week, every week. It was like, Whoa, what's around the corner. This isn't a, even that. Okay. This is a 30-second teaser for what we're going to might find out about n- next week with 40 minutes of fuckery going on before it. Like, like, like what was filled with Easter eggs, though. I feel like the number of um, seconds that are like hints is higher yeah. because you're not watching all the YouTube videos that help you find yeah. it. Yeah. Look, and, and the thing about that is like, like I, 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 get, I pick up some of them. Definitely not all of them. I don't like watching those YouTube videos. I, I usually do that after something is completely over. Like like I did that with Game of Thrones. Like I would never watch that shit um, because I don't know. I felt like there might be some spoil inadvertent spoilers or something like that. I might see a thumbnail I don't want to see, and that could really ruin shit for me. In any case, I'm getting some of them, but the fact that like I'm kind of steeped in Marvel, like 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 I I I I feel like I'm. 75 out of 100 on my marvel knowledge or something like that and if 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 like 80 percent of these are going over my head then again it's somebody jerking themselves off with how fucking smart they think they are like like this is marvel we're talking about this isn't fucking (laughs) this isn't art all right get over (laughs) yourself get over yourself it's not fucking art okay this is about like magical people who fight other magical people yeah. that's all i want to fucking see like like get some fucking magic people in there fighting each other god damn it i don't care that whole that whole thing the, in the comedy is it, i don't know about you is it not completely lost on you every ounce of comedy that this show tries to throw out there it's like it's supposed to be bad like they're not trying to be funny the laugh track on the talent show like okay so for people not watching this talent show it's not and- a laugh track by the way uh, one episode was live. The other two were not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Really? And um, uh, so anyway, what happened is Vision accidentally ate bubblegum. And then they show this cartoon animation where the bubblegum got into his little robot body and jammed up the works, giving Vision an effect that was very close to being drunk. So anyway, Vision would do like actual magic and then Wanda would poof in a silly explanation for why he was flying. Like there's a rope there or whatever. There's mirrors around or something like that. And uh, all like to the laughter. And it's like, this is so bad. Like children are too sophisticated. Corny. For it. And like, again, like if children are too sophisticated for this show, are you like fucking with me? What are you mm-hmm. doing? You like, I don't know. I think they're trying to duplicate that corny humor from the '50s, '60s, and '70s, like like that that I love Lucy, leave it to Beaver, sure. bewitched shit. 
And like, again, that's just them masturbating to how well they can duplicate like a style gone by. And, and I don't fucking care because frankly, I didn't like any of that shit either. There's no fucking way I would ever watch an episode of I Love Leave It to Beaver, I Love Lucy, or Bewitched today. I saw that. I used to watch TV Land as a kid when I was like 10, 11, 12. I'd watch TV Land. I like Gilligan's Island. I like, uh, um, um, what's the one? Uh, New York is where I'd rather stay. I get allergic smelling hay. What's the one? Um, uh, Green Acres. Okay. Green Acres. Sorry. Like all that shit. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but... That one's before my time, Kyle. <laughs> they were all before I our know, time. The like, they're, yeah. they're black and white. Zsa Zsa Gabor was hot in that. She's <laughs> almost certainly dead now. It's bad. It's so bad. I think there's some other shit that's supposed to be coming out. Like, like it's supposed. There's supposed to be the one where it's the black guy with the wings and Hawkeye. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what is his name? Well, he was supposed to take over for Captain America, but I right. think he's just like... Black Eagle. What's his name? <laughs> I'm going to have it in a second. His Falcon? Falcon. Okay. Falcon and Hawkeye, I guess. Is that the name of the show? Uh, that I don't know. But his name is definitely Falcon. I think Sam Wilson is the like, his regular in-game name. In-game. Okay. Yeah. I, at first, I had no interest in that. But now I'm just like, maybe that'll be the saving grace for these Marvel TV shows. Because WandaVision has me so upset. Every time I watch an episode, and I think a new yeah. episode tonight. Uh, maybe it's Friday, so midnight, or I forget yeah. what show. Mandalorian. You were like, they come out so early and well that it it's like it comes out Thursday. I, I think maybe they're doing the same thing. Yeah, like midnight rolls over and they release it or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so I hope it fails. I hope it. I I hope that it because I feel like they turned the corner. I want WandaVision to be good. I'm a little upset they spent three whole episodes just like teasing us with bullshittery. Dude, they're gonna spend ten fucking episodes teasing us with bullshit. Is it ten or six? Oh, I don't know. I'm just saying. I think they're gonna spend the whole fucking season. Is what I'm getting at. Teasing us with bullshit. I really think that. Um, at this point, I'm so much more interested in like the Obi-Wan Kenobi series that's coming out. That's going to be six hour long episodes with Ewan McGregor. Like, ah, I, I'm so much more interested in that than I am this Marvel crap. So I, I looked it up. It is nine episodes, six hours of content. So yeah. I guess they'll get longer. It seems like they've been a little short. Yeah. I think the last one was really short, like 30 minutes. It felt like, like it was just. It was just her getting pregnant and having a baby and like, or two babies. I I hated that. I hated everything about that. <laughs> I hated that gimmick with the stork. I hated her like s- supposedly being able to hide a pregnancy by holding a pot of, of a basket of fruit. Oh, like what do you, this I, is the same show. Yeah. Yeah. God, this is so stupid. <laughs> it really is. It's, it's, it's so 50, 60, 70s comedy. I'm like there. It's a trick. This is actually a really good show pretending to be a really bad show. Just wait. Here, I'm, I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. But it is a really good show pretending to be super bad. And someday they'll stop pretending and put out a good show. You know what You know what would actually get me on board with this if they had done it this way? If everyone in the neighborhood had been a main Marvel character, but just like if Tony Stark had been the neighbor and you'd be like, whoa, what, wait, wait. She doesn't know to, that that's Tony. If Tony was the boss, if Tony was Vision's boss, 
And he showed up and he, he's just like, yeah, we do computation here, blah, blah, blah. The wife's kind of hungry. Could you get dinner ready? You'd have been like dazzled by Robert Denny Jr. Because he's always fucking funny. But 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 you'd also been like, what's going on here? Nobody. Does she not recognize fucking Iron Man? Oh, something deep's going on here. Like, like that would have been so fucking cool. But that's no, the, it's no a, he does get paid a million dollars a minute. So that's rough. He <laughs> but, does. He does. But, Maybe he donate his time. How many fake 50s dream sequence backyard barbecues can he come to you before you're like, and again, she doesn't recognize. Well, I figured like a different character every episode or five characters every episode even, you know. I want to say maybe every single person you've seen on screen is a Marvel superhero. That I've never heard of. Yes. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, we'll see. Now there may be some of the people at work, but like you know that dopey guy with the mustache who's kind of slow moving. He looks kind of like David Schwimmer. Yeah, he's he's very Jewish. I'd have to look at which one he is. Um, <laughs> the Hebrew Hammer, the boss. <laughs> he's a superhero that you know. I don't know about his wife. Uh, uh, from that, she's from that '70s show. Oh yeah, the the black guy over in the hedge trimmer. He's a superhero. Yeah, that was weird. The weird comedy woman who spends a lot of time on screen. She's a, yeah, I, I don't know her name, but I've seen her in a lot of comedic stuff in the past. The black woman that knew how his how her, how her brother, brother died. died. Um, she did you watch Marvel? And oh, I'm sorry, Captain Marvel. I watched forty minutes of that. And I had enough. <laughs> All right, I like Captain Marvel more than you did, I guess. But uh, as a pilot, she had a best friend. The best friend was a black. Oh, was that her? Yeah. Okay. Did you did you do you ever see um, Captain Marvel's comments about about like um, white men and uh, that that whole rant she went on at their award show? I if I did, I forgot it. Oh man, if you watched it, it's it's very upsetting. She just, triggered a bunch of people. And, <laughs> yeah, it's it's like it's like a bunch of white dudes that don't like this or that. Like, just so you know, white dudes, we're not making content for you. This is for women of color and biracial teens. And and she like breaks down like like this group of people that encompasses like 30 million people on the planet. And it's like, okay, so you made you made some content for 30 million people and now you're upset that your product failed. Okay. <laughs> That's like me making like, 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 con- really that like, even with the movie, a, a superhero movie like wonder woman, that more, well, she, there were absolutely more girls dragged to that superhero movie by their boyfriend than there were like girl really power girls. Who were like, yes. So it's yes. over a billion at the box office. So I don't think people mm-hmm. think of it as a failure. Just by comparison, no. Black Panther one point three, Captain Marvel one point one. Well, yeah. that's a billion. That's a bunch of money. It's just I mean, it's a bunch of money. Mean, Billions you know, a lot I, to me. It, <laughs> it's money it's in the stuff. bottom three of all Marvel movies for me. Um, oh, oh, it, oh, oh. Yeah, it, as far as like movies, I, you know, I think Captain America or um, Iron Man three is garbage. Thor, uh, Dark Planet, Dark World, something like that. I think it's Thor, Thor three. It might be Thor two. Three yeah, Thor Ragnarok, Ragnarok is three, that's and that's one, great. Yeah. Thor 2 is garbage for me, uh, and um, I didn't like Black Panther very much. I, I didn't like when all the black men started barking like monkeys, um, and I also didn't like that they they uh, they, they treated uh, Bilbo Baggins uh, like a piece of shit and called him a colonizer. 
because that that that's like some that that's a little too woke for me like, when like when you start calling any white man a colonizer so like, like, like it start start wanting to put a hood on or something over there it's just, <laughs> just like you, you go you're coming in too hot like like calm down you can't call the only white character in the movie a fucking colonizer when he's yeah, just trying to get it. along with you they could have called him anything they wanted he's a white guy <laughs> in a superhero movie nobody's gonna get mad I, I i didn't like that and i just didn't think it was a very good movie it was just okay it was okay it's it's not in my bottom three but it's in the bottom five of all Marvel movies. And Captain Marvel is right there in the bottom three. Is it better than the Hulk movie with uh, Edward, Edward Norton? Norton? It's been too no. long for me. No, wow. That, that That's movie's a bad, bad movie. No, no, That's no. A- I, I'm, you misunderstood what I was trying to say. I, maybe I misspoke. The Edward Norton movie is worse. Oh, I couldn't. Okay. Because I can't imagine a worse movie than that. <laughs> I remember that seeing bad? that in theaters with my mom. And like it just does like split screen shots the whole time where it's like showing the Hulk walking away and like also his face walking towards you. And they, sometimes they have like five different cameras on there. It was clearly some dickhead who thought he was revolutionary. revolutionizing. I think they were trying to duplicate the frames in a comic book page or something like that. Yeah. It was not cool. Um, Another movie that had um, uh, that beautiful actress who's in Snowpiercer. She was the love interest in that movie. Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly, super hot. Big you know, fan. another show that I started, it's funny because like four and a half, like four years ago, a little over that, when I like decided like, all right, I'm going to work out a fuck ton, five days a week, minimum, always. Like the first show I put on for my first workout, I'm like, I need to feel bad. I need to not get into this and be like, this isn't worth it. And so I put on Spartacus from 2010, the Stars series, if you guys have seen yeah. this. Yeah, oh, I love it. I love it. I'm rewatching it now, which made me think of it. But back then I started watching it and every dude in that show is shredded Shredded. and they are real shredded, not painted on abs like 300. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. You said Spartacus. I thought 300 and I'm like, they're absolutely painted on. Don't fuck with me on this. (laughs) I think it's Spartacus. Spartacus, You're right. Spartacus wasn't saying it. If you've seen that, these guys are like the guy who plays Crixus is just, Fucking oh, Crixus is a fucking beefcake. And I remember watching Which that, like, working Crixus? out, being like, Crixus, he's the one, he's the undefeated goal. You know, he's... Uh, he's, the one, he's the one dicking down yeah. all the rich ladies, too. He's the one that, like, gives Spartacus a hard time when he shows up because he, he thinks he's a pussy. Um, and he's fucking Xena. Yeah. Yeah, and he's fucking Lucy Lawless. He, he's like, he's like, did I not dick you down well? Domina. <laughs> oh, my mind is just elsewhere today, Crixus. <laughs> and all the, the way they say I hope he literally like, said dick you down. <laughs> I did not think I pleased you, Domina. Like, he's doing Pretty that much, guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, there I are... just must have you fuck me, so it may take so the seed may take hold. And it's like <laughs> okay. And and not only are all the men like like just like top point zero zero one percent, the women are insanely hot like like maybe maybe not maybe lucy lawless isn't everyone's cup of tea (laughs) and her husband all right and her husband all right he's 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 literally a below average guy he's a good actor that's why he's there (laughs) he's literally he would be the ugliest guy on this show he's he's (laughs) he would be the ugliest guy on this show yeah yeah absolutely a hundred percent yeah and the and the least fit like like that guy has he would like, like when when he's amongst those people it's not even it looks bad. It is, it is yeah. funny though how like he acts the shit out of everyone else in their scenes together. He's just such a tremendous actor. But then you're right, the physique comparison. It's like the 
they hired a guy who's six foot eleven and a professional bodybuilder boxer to play Theocles. Like, and they just painted him like an albino guy. Yeah. And it was like that guy was horrifying and also huge. But like, yeah, I remember like working out to that being like and just like looking at that show and being like, damn, those guys look great. Looking at me being like, you're a fat tub of shit. Work. Don't give up. And like, obviously, I'll never retain that. But like it really motivated me. It got me going. And so like I was looking for new stuff to watch on Monday of this week for my new, like that's my first day of the week when I start working out. And I was like, I want some motivation. I'm, I'm going to watch Spartacus again. And so I have torn through that show. Like it hasn't even just been a workout show. I've been, I've watching it at night. I forgot how fucking incredible this series is. The whole first series, it's like 13 episodes. It shows Spartacus. Bad. Have you seen it to in, the end? Well, the, it's by like, anthology almost the reason it got bad at like the third season is because um the the guy the main guy andy whitfield i think his name was he died yeah. of something to cancer like lymphoma. Like, like not lymphoma yeah hodgkin's is that third or... season or first all right so so they, so, so they go really really good one where it's called blood and sand uh it shows crixus is already the champion of Badiatus uh gladiator school and that's when spartacus gets captured brought there and then it shows his rise from you know, a trainee that hated it and didn't want to partake in this at all to a guy who eventually embraced, you know, being the champion and then saw the falsehood of all of it. And then, you know, obviously the history, then he breaks out and does his shit. The next series, because he died, they didn't go into another story like they were going to. You were a little off there. Or not the third servile war. So so you got the first season. And like you said, it follows him from trainee to champion. And then... um the, and then he got sick at the end of it. Yeah. Um, like, 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 you know, the season finale is them kind of having a, re- a revolution, but then he's sick. He's got lymphoma or whatever. So they're like, oh, hopefully he gets better. But until he gets better, let's not go forward with the show. Let's go backwards. Let's do a prequel to the first season. Yeah. And that's actually okay. That, it's that, really good. Because yeah. it focuses on Badiatis and he's the best fucking actor throughout the whole thing. And he does a good job getting you on his side. Even when you know, having seen what happens afterward, like you shouldn't be on his side. He's a real duplicitous piece of shit who's only out for himself, but you yeah. can't help but like him because frankly, compared to, he's just ruthless and awful, but every other Roman that walks in is the worst person alive where they're like, they walk in, like one of the plot points is like, they're like, oh, we need, we must secure the Primus for Crixus so we can make money. And they're like, like some Roman guy's like, I heard you have pleasures in your house unknown to those in the fruitiest fucking guy, like a bunch of rings. And then he comes in and they they just let him pick a, a gladiator and then like slaves and he just watches and beats off while they fuck. And then like three different episodes that season are just other Romans showing up who have something to do with the games being like, this guy tells us a lot of stories can we pick out a gladiator and watch him fuck a slave and eventually like it gets to the point where they're like well we can't say no how do i do push-ups with a boner yeah (laughs) that's a real problem with this show is the amount of well yeah trying to do push-ups the uh, (laughs) the, the big problem is like like the fighting it it has that silly kind of uh i think it's zach snyder who does 300 will be like over the top and i like that it's kind of a stylist this it's stylish. It's kind At of cool. First. I think it's neat. It's over the top, and I like that it's over the top. But, like, good Lord, the amount of fucking in this show, it's too much. It's oh, so no. Much, it's so much that it's like, it'll be a 40-minute episode, and they're building, and there's like 11 minutes left, and I know that Crixus and Spartacus are going to fight off, and I'm like, I- I've been watching these people fuck for, f- for four minutes. We got to, come on, come on, we got to get to the fighting. 
Like, and so that's how I thought. Domino is not yet pleased. You'll have to wait till next episode, Taylor. Domino is not pleased with me. <laughs> there's a there's this one slave girl who has like the the most outrageous tits I've ever seen in my life. That's These in the bath, and then the uh, torpedo tits yeah. that are like they're like way too big to not sag at all. Like like they are unnatural. They're, Suspected they're just, fakes. They're literally, huh? Suspected fake. No, they're real. Let me. I'm gonna find them. I'm gonna find them for you. you Watch those how are... easy this is to find. <laughs> those will be the first ones. <laughs> but yeah, um, basically that scene. They're in a big square pool, and Lucy Lawless is on the other end, getting like soaked down by a couple other slaves. And then Ugly Badiatis gets in with this naked, like, 18 year old, and Lucy Lawless is like, "I would have you take her ass." <laughs> then, he just, then he just spits on his hand and starts fucking this done in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Look at that. What's happening? What is happening there? Get Elon Musk on the case. They're <laughs> insane. <laughs> yeah, they look real and they look amazing. They they're they're real and they're fantastic. Why wasn't she a character? Her she name is uh Laura Surich. Uh and if you just Google Spartacus torpedo tits, <laughs> you'll see what I'm talking about. And uh it, it's they're outrageous and and dude fucks her in the ass from behind so they're just like they're like jiggling and flopping around everywhere outrageous tits uh, like, like unnaturally perfect but they are real the, the warlock titties taylor i have done the same thing as you like you like you're working out makes you feel bad i <laughs> i used to have this theory i'm not sure if it's backed by science that calories consumed during ufc events don't count and I would just be there, like, eating trail mix, drinking milk, watching the fights. <laughs> I'd see, yeah, that's... Uh, You're a fucking milk drinker. <laughs> I am. And uh, it's just a lot. I'm having, like, 1,400 calories during a UFC event. And I, I see these, like, one guy, like, uh, Tyrone Woodley or something, will roll out with this perfect super body. And... Uh, <sighs> Roll out of bed, bust out 20, 40 push-ups, get back in bed because <laughs> I just feel like shit. And when I do that, I'm like, I'm in too deep. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> uh, I eat my way to the other side. Yeah, that was I, – I, I'm excited to watch some more – or I guess I won't be able to do tonight, but watch some more Spartacus. I I'm, I just started the third series. It and it's, it, yes, and it's not good. Once they switch the Spartacus actor, it basically becomes like, all right, I just want to see – Animaeus and Crixus now because they're the characters that have been around the whole time. Animaeus is the black guy who was the mm. doctor, like Ludus trainer, the instructor. But, uh, there was also, some stuff in that show, like, also in three hundred, didn't make any goddamn sense. Like that one dude who Spartacus is like all but gay with in the first season, who he loves, Varro, the blonde guy who's unbelievably mm. blonde, and like they're talking about how they got stuck there, and Spartacus is like, my wife killed, raped, stolen away. Me stabbed, almost killed, brought here, kept as a slave, a gladiator. And they're like, why are you here, Varro? And he's like, I'm a free man to sign as I will. And it's like, what? You signed up for this? And he's like, yes, too much debt. And like, that was all they said. He didn't follow up like you couldn't have farmed. You couldn't have <laughs> heavy bags. You had to leave your wife and daughter so you could come hang out with a bunch of mostly, I was going to say half naked men, 85% naked men. There's a lot of dong in this show. And you know, he wasn't a good enough, even at his best, Varro wasn't good enough to be there. He shouldn't have hung out. And apparently, and the way he dies in the end, 
it, this show is like 12 years old. It's not a spoiler. Is there's a big exhibition match for all these dickhead Romans and one douchebag little kid who got blackmailed with is getting his cock sucked by this blonde woman into it was his birthday he had to demand that the exhibition match end in blood to kill that gladiator and it was like spartacus is standing there like with the mock like ah, i'm not gonna kill this guy i won though he looks to the kid the kid gives the thumbs down and like immediately the guy who signed his freedom like to be a member of it is about to die is already like just do what you have to do just <laughs> kill me here and now and it's like i would have been like hey guy i I signed up like I, <laughs> you can't do this. You can't kill. I, can you pick one of the, they, they're, they're like actual slaves. Can you pick one of them? Like, is that okay? <laughs> like, I, I signed up, too. you know, hindsight's 2020 shouldn't have signed all my rights away and opted to be a gladiator, you know, but now that I'm here anyway, there, there's a bunch it's of a great show. It's a great show. It, I haven't, I've, I've only seen it the one time and I watched it when it came out. Did you see it's it to tight. the end? I skipped the third season. I, it is not good. Is it just three seasons? Is that right? Yeah. I believe. I yep. I remember I I did watch it to the end. The ending was so bad. Like they do this stylized fighting thing where they like move it to slow mo. They maybe do what's the term for the picture where like the freeze frame and then the camera angle changes. Like maybe there's some of that bullet time maybe. And yeah. uh, three hundred. It, it it's really cool in the first couple seasons. By the third. Oh my god! Like it—it it just seems really unbelievable. I see through it. It doesn't look good stylized anymore. It looks bad stylized. Videographers jerking themselves off, and the storyline yeah. is so horrible that it, like I—it was an act of discipline to get through the last season. Yeah, it was bad, truly bad. And I think a lot of it was like just trying to get it done, because like early in the seasons when they do that stylized shit, it's like okay, it's. It's 90% fighting, and then like when the guy dies, it'll be that stylized blood splash or something. The mm -hmm. third season, it's like two click clacks of the steel, and then it goes to like three continuous scenes of like freezing as blood flies. And it's like, oh, so they just didn't want to they didn't want to choreograph fights anymore. They wanted to <laughs> choreograph the first four steps of a fight and then let it go to comic book style of you know oscillating around a still figure. I know I know exactly what you're talking about. It might be but yeah, the first two seasons. Like Kyle, you said the second season wasn't bad. I think the second mm -hmm. season was good. It was oh. short. It was too short. But the first two are solid TV. Okay. It, I thought it was four seasons. It's three seasons plus a mini series, which I guess I don't fully understand how that's not a season. What? Oh, I haven't even. I've only seen the, the seasons. Maybe. I think I've seen it all. It was a lot to power through. Oh. <sighs> Gladiators. Look at these dope ass gauntlets I bought off of Amazon. What? I hear them clinking. They're my gaming gauntlets. That explains the gameplay. Yeah. See? <laughs> and we thought you couldn't was D, but that's you have why. Gaming gauntlets. <laughs> yeah. Gaming gauntlets. I got two of them. As you do. Is this for As Age of Mythology? Yeah. <laughs> Except you can't hit the buttons. Can you of type? Of course well you can't those? hit the buttons. You're wearing gauntlets. <laughs> Go like this. Oh, Jesus. Kind of? Playing on a controller. Well, no, I'm saying this is the only way you could possibly play with gaming gauntlets. I don't know why I bought them, but they're, I think they're cool. <laughs> <laughs> I literally went on Amazon and I was like, gauntlets. And then I looked at some like nice ones and I was like, cheapest gauntlets. <laughs> <laughs> How much and were they? They don't gauntlets. look cheap. These were like 60 bucks. 
And I figured now that I bought them, I'm, it's going to force me to buy a costume that aligns with this in October. So you're going to so, have an entire chain of uh, armor? A whole suit of armor. Right? A suit of armor, yeah. So if the cheapest suit of armor you can get on Amazon is to dress like a Crusader Templar. You want to bump up to like a plate armor looking guy? That's going to cost you. You want some Lord of the Rings armor? Even more. So I watched... Uh, what's the third Lord of the Rings called? Help me out. Return of the King. I watched Return of the King recently. It, it's good. It's good. Some of the effects do not hold up as well as I remembered. Which one's you know, jumping out of you? I, the, I know which ones. Oh, the, it's, the, it's, the ghosts, the green guys. Oh, the ghosts were particularly bad. Um, some of the shit. Did I have an issue with Smeagol now and then? Um, I don't know. It would just. Oh, the spider. I didn't like some of the spider fighting and the, the damn web. They, they wrapped around him. He looked stupid to me, but Overall, it was good. Oh, and some of the acting. Frodo and the fucking, like, uh, foam from his mouth and him just looking distressed. They spent way too much time on Frodo's distressed attitudes and problems. And, and on his chapped lips. But I yes. liked that they spent oh, a lot of time. so on, chapped. I liked how, how they did the chapped lips because, like, that really sold how uncomfortable they were. I wanted to get some Carmex on there so bad. <laughs> You know, like those scenes where you see him fiddling with the ring and he has like those like the little fucked up torn off fingernails. Yeah. So that's because Elijah Wood apparently like nervously like picks at his fingernails and they were going to they usually would use like a hand double in movies like that. But they were and Peter Jackson apparently was like, no, this is better. Frodo would be stressed as shit. Like this is <laughs> that's a good idea. When Smeagol fell a into the um, lava at the end. The special effects are on the level of something you'd see in like Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is 2000. Two? two. That movie was being made. 2003, it was released. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I, I don't know. Somehow I think of it as like a current era movie, but 17 years is a pretty long time. And 18. like, like you compare the fight scenes that aren't CGI in that movie. They're not just on the same level. They're better than fight scenes in movies now where they rely on CGI, like where they have a bunch of guys dressed up in armor. <clears> that looks fucking <throat> sick. Like you don't get the that like liquid formation of troops you see sometimes where it's like, is that a bunch of archers or it's like, it looks like a liquid wave moving into position? Mm. But yeah, anyway. the ghosts in particular uh, look real bad. That's 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 my real only, really my only complaint um, with the special effects in those movies. Is if that you watch green... the fall into lava scene, I think it might make your list. It has a particular when his face is going in. Like, there's something about that that's sort of like off. Um, but uh, but lava's hard to do anyway. I don't know if I've ever seen really good lava, like like with CGI. Like that, honestly, the Indiana Jones lava always looked pretty good to me, and I think it was just like water with some lights underneath. It'd be funny if they were falling into lava and it was just hardened on top, and he. <laughs> like it. It's like, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so much. Oh, this is so much worse. <laughs> it's it's no, burning me, but not fast enough. I'm roasting. <laughs> I I remember someone, someone gave me like a fun fact once, where they were like, "You know, if you uh, fall into a volcano, it's so hot you die before you even get into the magma." I was like, "That can't possibly be true." I'm with you. There's no way. Like, because yeah. at first when someone tells you a fact like that, you're like, that's so unbelievable, I believe it. But then a little bit of thought, you're like, but but how fast would it have to flash fry you? Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> you you only have to take a breath. 
like like you you inhale and it scorches your lungs and you're unconscious and you're are you unconscious though because you can hold your lungs throughout the first of all you just die coughing I, i could believe that you lose your ability to breathe but you've got a little time after that how long can you hold your breath how long would you last if someone were to hold your mouth and nose closed and make it ineffective. But I think that's because your lungs are still like supplying oxygen, right? Because there's oxygen in them. But I think if you take a deep breath of that like 2,000 degree air, it just scorches your lungs and you immediately like you're out. No, you still are there with it long enough. There's only one way to find out, Taylor. Have fun. (laughs) Well, you're the one who disagrees. Well. You also disagree. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, no! I agree. I, like I'm burning. Like I touch the. <laughs> you ever see that uh, that that um, that movie Joe versus the volcano? No, a long time ago. Oh man, it's it's actually not bad. It's pretty good. It's uh, Tom, Hanks, um, right? Tom Hanks and uh, who's that pretty blonde that was in every Val fucking Kilmer, thing? Maybe no, the the woman. <laughs> Silly man. I'm doing my best here. I'm not the actor guy. I, I said that pretty blonde, and Woody goes to Val Kilmer. All right. I did do that. <laughs> the one from Sleepless in Seattle that was, Meg that was Ryan. Tom Hanks. Meg Ryan. <laughs> I mean, she's no Val Kilmer, but yeah, she is pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the actor guy. <laughs> I thought I was having an above average night, quite frankly. <laughs> Who's that really sexy brunette from the spy movies? Oh yeah, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> I like him because he's petite. <laughs> Throw him around the bedroom. <sighs> I just found something. It looks like Robin Hood went back, or not Robin Hood. Uh, GameStop stock went back up to $312 after in after hours trading. What? Right now it is? Yeah, it says that I just saw it on CNBC. So GameStop shares skyrocketed. GameStop, GameStop shares. God, that's hard. Skyrocketed 61% to trade at $312 in hours after trading after closing down 44% to $193.60 during regular hours Thursday. Uh Wait, there were some. All, there were the other stocks people were fucking with there. In addition to GameStop, the restricted <laughs> trading sent shares of AMC Entertainment and BlackBerry tumbling 56 and 41 percent. AMC rebounded 46 percent in after-hours trading. Bed Bath and Beyond also up 14 percent. So people are just picking businesses that are like old. Why is Bed Bath, just- Bath and Beyond getting its ass kicked? Did people stop buying towels in the pandemic. Like I, a movie theater, I kind of get. Uh, I would imagine that they're losing foot traffic to places like Target. Like Target, I think, is the only major retailer that throughout this has actually improved their average foot traffic. And a lot of people think it has to do with the perception of Target being a lot cleaner than Walmart. Like you walk through a Target and it's crisp, it's clean, it appears like well-maintained, whereas a lot of Walmarts kind of are shitty. But yeah, somehow Target's been doing a really the good job. The clientele's different too. Like, I, I'm just inventing this. Are there more face masks at Target? Yep. I guess Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Although, like, the Walmarts near me require face masks. Although, once I get inside, everybody pops them off. There's a there's a person at the door, like, you get your mask on, let me check your asshole, like from <laughs> South Park. <laughs> they get eight feet inside the door, and everybody's like, <sighs> we got to stop over by Subway. I'm all tuckered out from this mask. You got to go to this Walmart subway and get an even grosser sandwich. Dude, so many <laughs> yeah. people are wearing their mask over their mouth and not their nose. <coughs> it's like become acceptable, it seems. That hero cop like a- in the Capitol have his, has it over his mouth. I, 
I, I don't know. I never say shit, but I think it. I think it as hard as I can. Like, you, you fucking, it's not a chin strap. Like, it, stop pretending you're wearing a mask. It's been a year now. And don't, do not act like your nose is too big for a mask. I still manage to wear underwear. <laughs> I like your your opinion of I think it very hard, but I totally agree with you. You do not want to be the guy who runs into someone who really doesn't want to wear the mask and he's been waiting for somebody to come up to him and talk about it. Just just put your head down, go to the peanut butter section or whatever you're doing. I, I, it's funny that Walmart's near you are like that. That no stores around here are like that. Everybody like they wear like it reliably. Wear their, How are they by you? I'm I'm not. Oh, it, it's good. It's good. Like, wear everybody it. wears it everywhere I go for the most part. Like, like the second I get outside, I take it off. Some people wear it all the way to their car, which I don't get. I, I mean, forgot it's like mine out- the other day. I, I see people wearing them in their car. Yeah. What are you doing? You're alone. What are you doing? I hate it because in glasses, it's, it's not the black like plague. Like, like what? What are you doing in your car with your mask on? You weirdo. I yeah. my internet. Uh, modem died the other day like just i woke up and i had no internet and uh I, like it's got like no lights it's not the red light and mm-hmm. so i i i called and they said there are like three options we can send you one and it'll be like three to five days we can send a technician it'll be one to two days or you can drive across town and just get one And i'm like give me the fucking address let's go and uh i for- but i forgot to wear my mask i forgot to bring a mask and I just walked in there and everybody looked at me like a space, like I was a space alien. And I'm just like, shit, I don't have a mask. And I'm like, hey, I need a router. They sent, they sent me here. He's like, uh, do, you, do you have a mask? And I'm like, I don't. I, I left it at home. Do you have a mask for me? He's like, yeah, let me get you one. Like, like, why'd like, you ask? <laughs> Bring me the yeah. mask. He fished me out a mask, luckily. Because the last thing I wanted to do was get into a mask debate at like my local Comcast place. Like with those fucking Nazis. They, they like. You don't, you don't want to hang out at every cat, time or... I walk out the door. Jackie's like, "Don't forget your mask." And every time I'm like, "I keep it in the truck. I have three masks in my truck. I can't forget." Like yeah. every time, you need to remind me of this. I could forget twice yeah. and still have one. Yeah, just leave it lo- in your car. That's the easiest way. Yeah, I uh, I think I may have told this story before, but like I bought a gas station mask because I had I, I I lost my original one or it broke or something, and like. I was in a hurry. I can't remember where I was going, but I was late. And uh, I'm like, I need a mask real quick. And she's like, she's like, which color would you like? Would you have the polka dots? And the I'm like, the black one, the black one. Oh, okay. And she's taking way too long. And she's like, try it on before you leave. And I'm just like, I don't have time for that. I get in the car and I'm like, maybe I should make sure. And I like, I do that. You know, you grab the the stretchy straps and I pull, I put like an ounce of tension on them and they both went <laughs> and just tore off of the mask so i had to like go back in like like it fell apart in the car it fell apart in the car i need another mask and she's like would you like the blue one or yes yes the blue one and it's like better check it out this time and i'm just like all right it seems to be good it seems to be good it broke as soon as i was walking into the pharmacy like i go to do the thing again to put it over right behind my ears and, and it like it like one of them tore tore off and so I was holding the other with my thumb. So it did that thing like you're shooting a rubber band and it shoots into a mud puddle. <laughs> <laughs> and so I have to walk into a, a hospital pharmacy like Dracula. Like, <laughs> my mask fell in the mud puddle. My mask fell in the mud puddle and I have to get the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> get down, no mask wear. Dude, I had that happen a few months ago. I, I had one of those like blue, like surgical basic with the 
the shitty weak ones and it's like you know how it is you go in the restaurant we have this mexican place shit down take it off and then you get up to leave pop it back on and as like i'm standing up like put my wallet in and everything i go to pull it and i'd had like one break before where you just kind of like just hold it over your ear to get outside both of them snap and i drop it and i'm like i'm just i'm leaving I'm not, I just, I just walked out. I'm like, I'm not going to pick up. A, that's filthier than anything now on the, the floor of the Mexican restaurant. So, I'm not putting that back on my face. I'm for masks. I'm fine with wearing a mask. It's yeah, certainly really not care. a problem. And if it helps other people, like it's definitely not going to do any harm. And it seems like it does some good. Whatever. No big deal, right? Doesn't it fog up your glasses? Because it yeah, is. Yeah, which is so why bad. you guys talk about wearing it in the car. But I, I almost always have sunglasses in the car. And I instantly notice. So I can leave it on by accident yeah. without thinking. But with sunglasses on, I I never forget. I always anyway, wear sunglasses, and it always fogs them up. So, so mask annoying. is fine. I'm pro-mask. But I'm not really for mask theater. Today, I went to the dentist, and they have you all about the mask, right? They, they take your temperature when you walk in the front door, and they, uh, you know, they, they ask you. Not only do they ask me a bunch of questions, but they had me go on my phone and fill out an online questionnaire that, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm doing this from the waiting room. It's not like adding any yeah. security or anything. <laughs> and I, I turn and they're like, all right, cool. Now we know you're okay. Yeah, I, I am already here. Like, this is all theater yeah. to pretend that we're stopping the spread of the virus. And that's exactly. what's silly to me. Restaurants are the same. Dentist, orthodontist, restaurant. These are places where you aren't actually wearing the mask. It's just mask theater. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like, all right, well, now that you filled that out and you're safe, Mr. Woodworth, uh, go ahead and pop that mask off. I'm going to put my hands in your mouth. Right? Yeah. Oh, okay. So why would you, dude, if there is a sillier place to pretend you can have this under control, I have not heard it than a dentist's office. <laughs> right. like there's, there's no possible way they to keep it under control, the dentist's office. They did have a, um, it was like, you know, the, the x-ray thing they have, it's like a tube that shoots uh, at your head. It was mm-hmm. that, but it was suction. And I guess the idea was that any breath I exhaled, oh, it was. They had a gigantic Mr. Thirsty there for you. Okay. Mr. Thirsty? Yeah, you never, you know, when you went to the dentist as a kid, you had, you had Mr. Thirsty. That's what they no, called it? Dude, yeah. I I still have this anxiety. I, I only almost one? did it today. No, they called it King Sucks a Lot. <laughs> <laughs> I have this anxiety. almost happened today. They, they, you know, the every, like, they polish your teeth, I guess they call it. They use that circular brusher polish shit. And uh, then they rinse it off. So now there's a, a, a supernatural version or amount of water in your mouth, more than you would have with just saliva. And they want you to like suck on Mr. Thirsty. And I'm on my back and I, I came so close to making a fountain. Just like. And like this is I was maybe like 14, 15 getting like fitted for for braces where they take the mold. And I was like even leading up to it, I was telling them like, you know what I'm talking about? That big, awful tray that they put in your upper and lower for the x-rays for the no for the mold to get your mold for your teeth so they know oh, I know, you know where, where the problems are and what they need to fix and <laughs> that big giant slather of pink goo i could still taste it and i remember them putting it in my mouth or about to and i was like i've almost thrown up from this before this looks like you put too much on there can you take a little off and they were like it's gonna be fine and they put it in there in my mouth and immediately i feel all that pink paste mushed up and so it was it was probably two, like two scoops from cold stone of this, of this <laughs> pink shit in there and as she mushes it up like probably 
three dollops oozed down the back of my throat and I just go, ah, oh. <laughs> so I just I threw up with all that stuff in my mouth at the dentist's office. So there's like little bits of like pink, like that's starting to harden coming out and it's stuck in it was awful. She took me seriously for the lower part of my jaw. <laughs> yeah, you <he> taught her. <laughs> you did show that bitch a lesson. After that, they pay attention. Yeah. Oh uh, god, I hated that. I didn't hate that stuff as much as you, although I don't think I've ever had a triple dose. Yeah, I've never it's never been that much. Yeah, I've had some really, and there was this like actual, you know, when you're a kid, like it doesn't pop in your head like, oh, this adult is like just bad at their job. You think like I'm, I'm in the wrong, I'm a kid, like I defer to them. And so like, mm-hmm. this is more when you're, like seven or eight, you're like sitting there and like, it's intense pain, like scraping your gums and you're like, God, the dentist is hard. And it's like, then you realize, and this, I think I was probably 15 16 by the time my dentist gave me like a new hygienist and i realized that like oh that woman was just an absolute butcher that yeah. had me before because this new lady's lady's nice and is that okay is that hurt and it's like okay oh well thank you for asking <laughs> like that's sweet of you you don't just tell me that i'm not br- brushing well enough because i can't withstand a fucking gladius assault to my gum line i'm not a big conversationalist at the dentist no, no. D- dentists who want to talk are assholes it's hard for me to talk here. You've got pointy things or not. Maybe just a mirror in my mouth. I'm feeling, I feel a little vulnerable when I'm laying down on my back in the chair and they're yeah. over me in this like position of advantage. I feel like that female dentist hygienist could kick my ass if we started from that <laughs> position. You know? like, I'm fighting off my back here. I got a problem. A series of tiny stabs. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, would, I, I would rather just be quiet. And, and my dentist has... um. Netflix on the ceiling and stuff with the captions on and you know like I'm happy to just watch the slideshow and, and not do it not not talk during the whole thing yeah like same as a haircut like I feel like if we're talking you're not going as fast as you could and I mm. want you to go as fast as you can when you're cutting my hair or working on my teeth just get it done let me go home I haven't had a professional haircut in over a year now these are all homemade dues baby <laughs> I, yeah, they're all open around here you just have to I go man. Yeah, um, I go. No, I you don't to, have to wear a mask here. Really? Yeah, you have to really? wear it. And then, except it doesn't so make sense because then you have to take it off so they get your ears. And then it's like, well, what You we don't doing? have to wear a mask anywhere here, Taylor. It's a, it's a uh, blue state. I almost fucked that up. I forgot. With, with red undertones. You, you don't have to wear a mask anywhere. I mean, there's some businesses that are like, hey, you got to wear one here. And it's like, all right, well, I guess I do. Yeah. But like. You don't have, there is no mask mandate in the state of Georgia that I've ever heard of. Hmm. Uh, but when you're getting your hair cut, there's like, uh, you can leave your mask on or you can get a good haircut. It's up to you. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm popping this bitch. I mean, you got a mask. Everybody else got a mask. I'm happy to be the only one without a mask. Like, let's go. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I came here to get my hair cut, not look foolish as I leave with like two big tufts of hair they couldn't get to behind I your ears. Decide, I think. I think I have a preference. See, Jackie's not that bad at cutting hair. Not that great. We have seen the bad one, remember, when Landmark was on. But we cleaned that up. And it's like, I think I'd rather have a 7 out of 10 free, convenient haircut over a 10 out of 10 $20 haircut that takes me like, what does it take? Two hours, maybe? Round trip that thing? Two and a half hours? How far away I, I live close. Haircut? I live close, too, but there's all there, there can... Sometimes I wait 30 minutes before uh, I make an appointment. Yeah, I, I always think make my an place does that. It's quick. Yeah, it'll even, you can even go online. Go online and like reserve your spot and then like 
walk right in and sit right down. It's just like, I don't know how yeah. to describe like men's barber, right? Like, like hairy arm dude in old chairs. I don't want like, that anyway. I'm one an overweight white woman with purple hair. Yeah, I, all, uh, all the people that cut my hair are, are women. Oh no, these are, they're all dudes that work here. And uh, I don't know, that's what I always thought. Like they, to me, that's a guy's haircut. It's not a salon. It's a guy's haircut place. I would prefer a salon. If they, if they want to shampoo me at some point, I'd enjoy that. You ever get your hair shampooed at the, at the salon, Taylor? Uh, it's wonderful. I've got it done at the place I get my hair cut. It's called the it's, Hair Saloon for Men. <laughs> ah, it's wonderful. They, they it, get their, they get their fingers in there. It's like, oh, yeah, this what, is great. You know what amazes great. me? The temperature is perfect the moment it hits your head. Right, they they just—it's never too hot, it's never too cold, and I'm like, what? Like every faucet in the world, I have to warm up for a minute, and somehow yours just comes straight out awesome. They dial their theirs in to like 99 degrees, and it's just perfect. It must yeah. be they're, right they're underneath one. the sink or something. Like the heater. It's funny that you say a fat, fat, purple-haired woman, Kyle. Not the purple-haired part, but the fat part. This fat white lady that, like, when I go in and I happen to get her because I always just make an appointment and I'll take whoever. She is my favorite. She has cut my hair before, and I think it was—I think it was eleven minutes. It was <laughs> so fucking fast. It was. Point like, me at the TV. Faster's better. Yeah. Go. It's like nine fifteen in the morning. Can I get an appointment for nine thirty? Yeah, go in. Nine forty-eight. I'm back home with my hair cut. Like it's. So yeah, the nice. lady that cuts my hair is a PKA fan, actually. Like, like her uh, her boyfriend uh, watches it, and uh, and I don't know. My, she talked to me and she asked me what I did and I was like, <clears throat> like why I was there so in the middle of the day. He's like, oh, you work from home? And it, one thing led to another and I told her the whole thing. And uh, she's like, oh, yeah. Oh, I watched that. Yeah. Yeah, my boyfriend loves that. The Bible stories. Are you the one that tells the Bible stories? And I'm like, yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> did, you, did you like the story of Joni and the Whale? That's a, that's a good one. Yeah. Stolen Valor. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun when it happens to you. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm like, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Dude, that happened at my haircut place. You're like, are you the guy from the podcast? It's like, I'll be finishing my haircut elsewhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah. They, so, yeah, I'm on Rooster Teeth. <laughs> no, I'm another fat guy. <laughs> I didn't mention anything about my podcast or whatever to the dental hygienist. The dentist rolls in and it, it it's Woody, tell me a story. And it, it always puts me like on the spot. You know, like, I'd like a personal performance. Go. So I told him all of Kyle's recent adventures over the last two years or so. And uh, the, after he leaves, the hygienist is like, what's your podcast? I want to watch it. And I'm like, no, it's not for good people like you. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, for I bad tell people. I tell him. I'll be like, like it's, it's, I'm like, it's pretty adult themed. We use a lot of bad words. And, the, and uh, I, was telling, I was telling a nurse the other day. She, she, was like, she was like, oh, she's like, I'm a grown up. I like dirty <laughs> stuff. I was like, it's real dirty. Even better. Like, All <laughs> right. You know what? Here's my number. We'll watch it together. <laughs> no, nah, here's a big one. Not the right one. All right. You know what? You can yeah. come watch it with me. Bring your, bring your stuff, though. You know, this is, every two weeks, you can watch it with me. Bring your yeah, shit. You're going to need some rubber gloves to watch this show. <laughs> Don't ask why. That'd be a good little setup. Have a person come to your home and cut your hair. Oh, this was a nurse. nurse. Oh, the, the, yeah. Uh, that that lady was weird, though, that cuts my hair. I don't... I mean, I like her. <laughs> I like her very much. <laughs> Shit. Sorry. Ruin his hair next time. 
Get him. Oh, all right. Get I said she was fat too, didn't I? God damn. <laughs> you have to find someone. To... <laughs> oh, Kyle. I mean, she knows. <laughs> yes, she does. Fat people do know they're fat. Probably better than God anyone. damn it. <sighs> yeah. Well, he feels bad. Uh, no, I don't. I just now I have to go somewhere else to get my hair cut. That's why yeah. he feels bad. <laughs> what it did you don't to even him. do a very good job. Oh, wow. It's over now. <laughs> it's over now. There's no coming back from this. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Are you due for a haircut now? I can yeah, it's long. Yeah, it's long. It over when it's like yeah. mine's long, long too. Shit. Yeah, my hair, my hair just grows out, and then like once it gets too poofy, I just need, I need, need to trim the sides. Already yeah, it's definitely it's it's time for me. I was I was considering going uh, today, but uh, you know didn't didn't make it. I haven't and been now, to the dentist in a year. Yeah, I need to go to the dentist as well. I've got a broken uh, tooth. I've got a. Uh, <clears throat> where I got a root canal, I never got the permanent cap put on, and I just rolled. That situation with the... is old, Kyle. I know, and I just <laughs> roll. I just rolled around with the uh, the temporary cap for like seven years, <laughs> and uh, until the temporary cap shattered while I was chewing some gum about six months ago, and uh, this so is now amazing. like like up here in the top, I've just got a hollow tooth. It's just like the outside of a tooth, and you know the the middle's all gone. So I like every time I eat, I have to like go brush my teeth really carefully to like get all the food out of my hollow tooth. You gotta go get it fixed. And for all you know, this situation is worsening that that by not fixing it. Yeah, I can't feel anything because it's had a root canal. You know, they drill the root out and fill it up with epoxy. It's quite possible they can either put a proper cap on or whatever it's Uh called and make you fine. Or they're going to be like, well... If you had come three months ago, we'd do that. But now we're looking at removing the whole thing and screwing something into your jawbone. And that's but what, what they might literally uh, accurate. Yeah, everything yeah, you, you said is completely right. If you would have come in six months ago, we could have taken care of this. But at this point, you could wait another six months. And it's, it's, <laughs> that's how I am sometimes with home repairs. Jackie's like, you know, the there's rotting wood over here and something. And I'm like, well, <laughs> that wood's only 40% rotted. Why would you replace it now? It's called slow compost. <laughs> uh, it seems like if we wait, well, that's going to be an issue uh, around the ten years from now. I yeah, think. if we let it get sixty percent rotted, then we've gotten more value out of what what's there now. This is just math. That's true. But we we actually have a guy uh, working on the house now. He's I had a whole list of them, and he did a bunch of plumbing things, bunch of it's fixing our front porch. Going to be nice. So before we jump to the next thing. We are going to hear from a couple of wonderful sponsors. This episode of PK is brought to you by Blue Chew. Let's talk about something we could all use more of right now, sex. Great sex. Guys, now you can in- increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Blue Chew is made in the USA. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor or wait in line. It's even cheaper than a pharmacy, and they prepare and ship it right to you in a discreet package. No awkwardness, and you don't need to leave the house. If you can benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Right now, we've got a special deal just for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code PKA. Just pay $5 in shipping. Again, that is B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code PKA to try it free. Just pay the $5 in shipping. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. And remember, when you, when you support our sponsors, 
you help make this podcast possible. So please be sure to use our promo code PKA at bluechew.com. Just pay the $5 in shipping. We've been telling you guys for a long time, get a harder dick. What are you doing? Sign up, get the pills, get a harder dick. You're going to be for your blood pressure too. You're going to be so happy. Uh, and with a hard dick, you're going to need some good breath to use it. Everyone hates talking to someone with bad breath. That humid, awful smell keeps you from focusing on anything other than finding an excuse to leave. Now just think of all the times you were the smelly one and the other person was thinking about trying to get away. You probably can't think of any examples. That's because we rarely have an accurate read on our own breath odor. In other words, you could be walking around with trash mouth, not even realize you're grossing everybody out. That's why Smart Mouth was invented. Smart Mouth's clinically proven two-liquid formula combines to instantly eliminate bad breath and prevent bad breath from returning all day long. Rinse once in the morning for all-day clean breath and once before bed to prevent morning breath. Just two uses a day, and you'll never have bad breath guaranteed. Whether the boardroom or the bedroom, having confidence in your breath spells success. Go to smartmouth.com PKA right now for a free coupon. You can find Smart Mouth products in the oral health aisle at Walgreens, CVS, Target, Rite Aid, Amazon, Walmart, or wherever you shop. Once again, that is smartmouth.com PKA for your coupon. So check that out. Go buy yourself some, some Smart Mouth. Have some great breath. Buy yourself some blue chew. Have a hard dick. It's a winning combo. It's a winning, winning combo. Oh, someone linked some hockey stuff. What is this? I did, man. Check that out. Check out that hit. Uh, when did this happen? Just now. Just now. Okay, so this is boarding, looks Can't like. Can't show it, but. Can't uh, show it. But... Ooh, board. Ooh, oh, man. Wow. And a major. The rebound. He got hit bad. Yeah, that's a boarding. That's where you hit someone at an awkward distance away from the board so that they hit it with their face. And see that? Ooh, that was oh, so intentional. No. He, yeah, it was. And see see the red ridge? He hits his head on the red ridge that that sticks out from the boards. This is the he top was down, of the board. He was down for a while. Did he hit the red ridge? No, it, it looked like he did from the other angle. Thank goodness. I don't think he did. That would have probably knocked all his teeth out or broken orbital bone. It looked like he really did it on purpose. And then on the ground, I think it was below the Red Ridge. And then on the ground, he almost apologizes. Yeah, as the guy's just, ah, my face. Where the hell is this? I'm trying to find the full speed one so I can see how hard they get hit. Mm. I mean, this guy, I think his name is Kevin Fiala. I've never heard about him being a dirty guy. Sometimes, have you ever had done a dirty play that you regretted? Yeah, yeah. Where I like in a scrum in front of the net when the refs aren't paying attention, you just hit somebody, and you know that because you're the goalie, you'll get away with it like a chick at a party. It rocks. <laughs> I, uh, I I forget exactly what led to it, but you know whatever. We're like roughing each other. It's a no check league. We're roughing each other. I find myself having fallen, and I kicked at him like his feet or his shin guards or something like that. And for people that don't play hockey. Kicking with your skate, this is like the blade, is it's not just dirty. It's like a real faux pas. You know, yes. you're not allowed to punch people, but that's also not outside the culture. Kicking people with your blade, like even your own team, is like that was a dishonorable move. And yeah, and I did it, and then like a snap afterwards, I'm like, oh, I suck. You know, I know I did it. The ref saw it. I'm serving a penalty for it. Everyone oh, no. saw it. There's no hiding behind it. I just lost my mind for a second. And it seemed like the move, you know, like I was kind of still fighting the play, you know, like trying yeah. to 
make shit happen or, you know, like I was trying to win a hockey game and and then I, I realized I was a dirty piece of shit. But I can see being tempted with stuff like I never played out at a level like forward or defense at a level that like I was tempted that much with those things. Like usually you're not getting involved in that as a goalie. But I can totally see how just in the moment, like even somebody hits you pretty hard and you're just seeing red and then you do something retarded and you're like, oh, no. Oh, I've screwed my from this position. I only have one move, right? Like I'm on my hip or something and I'm trying to still make the best out of this situation. Mm -hmm. And I thought kicking his feet and legs was the move. And yeah, anyway, so now I, I I project onto this guy. Maybe he's not trying to be a dirt bag. He's just lizard brain was for a second. Maybe I'm, I'm sure he wasn't trying to injure him. You know, I also don't know that guy or what teams were those even? I was not, Seeing that was uh, green. Is that Minnesota and the Kings? I think I'm right about the Kings. LA, it's yeah, LA and Minnesota. Is it okay? Well, that's hopefully that guy's okay. Yeah, they, that Fiala is going to get suspended probably for like three games. But then again, the guy who runs the Department of Player Safety in the NHL is George Peros. Oh, it's not Brendan Shanahan. He did oh. so well at that. Didn't he used to? Am I crazy? Uh, yeah, maybe. I think he did. Yeah. The wait. Where is it? Is it? <clears throat> yeah. The guy. So Kyle, the guy in charge of looking at these kind of dirty hits and deciding the pen, punishment that will be meted out was an enforcer in the NHL for like 15 years, you look up his fight compilations on YouTube and it's like 15 minutes long. And this was in like the, you know, late eighties, early nineties. I think it was when he was really just fucking people up. So how the hell they gave him that job doesn't make any goddamn sense. Why would you give it to that guy? He He doesn't know. know, Right. Apparently not. One of our guys had to leave for concussion protocol the other night when some dickhead on Vegas, Mark stone, he's actually a good player. I don't dislike him, but he did some like, shoulder check to the jaw of one of our guys who didn't even have the puck and our guy had to leave the game for concussion protocol they didn't even get a fucking major penalty so i mean i feel like oj would be a good juror for example yeah he does know both sides yeah he knows the joy the unbridled joy of getting off scot-free i mean that was his glove didn't fit you must quit yeah I didn't. I, God, I, I loved it. We were, we were talking about uh, guests today in our in our little private chat, and uh, somehow OJ came up, and I was like, God, I'd love to get OJ. <laughs> God, I'd love to get OJ on here because like we we'd pretend like, like like we'd all wear bills like 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 stuff like like we like we're the <laughs> biggest Buffalo Bills fans ever, and like, like we only want to talk about Buffalo Bills. And maybe a little bit of um, um, the Naked Gun movie series. Like, like I, we're huge Leslie Nielsen fans and the biggest Bills fans on the world. Welcome to the Bills show. Like, we do a completely <laughs> fake intro. Welcome to Bills broadcast episode four ninety nine with your with your host Big Bill Richardson, Big <laughs> Bill Michelson, and Big Bill Tonyson. Like, we're the we're the we're the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> like, we're all. We're all of us are named Bill, and he's just like, y'all really love the Bills, huh? Like, so why did you murder your wife? Why did you murder your wife? Let's cut right. To, let's cut right to the heart of the matter. Why did you cut off your wife's head? And he's gone. You know what? 
and just commit to the bit and we do a four hour show about the Bills. exclusively talking about Bill's records. <laughs> just squander a wonderful opportunity for a joke. What was your favorite part of playing football? <laughs> was it the running? The the tackling? The scoring? Was it or the murder? murder? <laughs> yeah, we keep trying to trip him up like uh man you absolutely killed that record for rushing <laughs> you murdered that rushing record you slaughtered those two people like <laughs> do that but that's not a good thing because he might come and not kill us i would immediately do that um who, who who's that other guy that i was just overtly and covertly like cruel to on the show. Oh, the bagel boss. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, we just, just treat him like the bagel boss. Little irate. Yeah. <laughs> that was just fun. mean to him the whole fucking time. Is he dead now? I know he was in a coma or some shit. He's in a coma. Oh, I had, I had a or did he have a heart attack? A stroke? Stroke, okay. something like that. This little yeah, heart gave one. out on him or something. I don't know. It was, just, it, was just a, it was a small stroke. It was a series of mini strokes. <laughs> Which for him is devastating. Oh, devastating. <laughs> yeah. Good. Being put up fucking, at the fucking castle loser. building on a putt-putt golf course. <laughs> <laughs> it must uh, be this tall for me to give a fuck. Yeah, we were, I was super mean to him. That was His fun. Big. Boss. I thought he was really good for like the first half of his appearance and then it somehow got really bad. Well, yeah, because he started going on these weird delusional rants about how he was going to have parties on a yacht and we'd all be sorry. Not us specifically, but like all those people out, the women who bullied me at bagel shops, they'll be sorry. And it was just like, dude, this is not going to pan out. What, what do you think is going to happen? You already have a manager. What's he going to manage? What could possibly need managing? <laughs> Appearances on shows like ours. How do you cash in on f something less than 15 minutes of fame? Like, it, what would be the way that he could get that to happen? Merch. Merch. I think you're right. I think it's I merch. You know, like, like you see what's going on with like uh, that, uh, that meme of Bernie Sanders recently. And uh, I remember the chocolate rain guy and uh, the double rainbow guy. You know, that, that was their way to cash in a little bit the way to do it he could have also done something like after his big blow up if he was willing to pretend to change he could have wrote out the anger for a little bit and then gone to some like anti-bullying platform and done some exclusive interview saying that you know i never used to be like this this wasn't until i was derived in my entire life and you know and this could happen to anyone everybody has things wrong with them and i was mocked to the point that i couldn't handle it it's only now like he's gonna he got strung together some bullshit and done some speaking arrangements or something nobody would have paid him to speak uh yeah corporate events we wouldn't have paid him to speak here. No, we wouldn't. Corporate events can make money. You know, I this guy wouldn't have got hired by anyone. You're right. Did I tell it's you about Alex Hanald? Who's the free solo? The mountain climber. Yeah, and try not to dox or give this away, but like somebody in my universe uh, knows his manager. He gets seventy grand for a speaking event. Seventy. So I heard that, and I was like, Does he get any though? Right, I get a hundred and thirty grand per speaking event. I just have never booked one, and they're like, "No, he booked three in a day recently." Whew. That adds up. Woody, go climb El Capitan. I'm not that good at that. 
No, <laughs> I, that, that that makes it more interesting though for me. <laughs> it would be quite the like, like I'd like to see like a bunch of people who are terrible at it do it. <laughs> like like you think it was you th- it was very entertaining watching the one guy on the planet who can do it free climb El Capitan. You can't even fathom how interesting it would be to watch a reality show about ten people who can't climb for shit. Yeah, no, raise it, raise it, no, no, make it two hundred and fifty people racing to the top. Or whoever gets highest. No rules. <laughs> they just, I, I would even be okay if they couldn't touch each other. And just watch them. Like, dude, by the time you get 18 feet up, you're kind of fucked. It's hard yeah. to get down. I think for a while it's kind of easy. Like, like you wouldn't, it's not what it, we would even consider to be mountain climbing. It's, it's like, oh, that's kind of like a, a steep like, hike, you know? I imagine. But like. At some point, it becomes mountain climbing, and that's the point where things would get interesting for sure. Yeah. Well, then they should just start them at that point. I don't want to watch people hike. That. No, do the build up. I want to see the woman who needs to lose 130 pounds do the hike part. (laughs) She's going to lose. What is is your plan with that? On the way down. (laughs) What is your plan with that picnic basket? You know, you you can't free solo with that. You'll need both hands. This fat bitch is about to die on the mountain. (laughs) (laughs) You got your climbing gear in there? No, no. These are bologna sandwiches. I thought I might get a little. Are you insane? No, no. Actually, good idea. Good idea. Mm, I brought gonna... along a series of treats to keep me moving. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'd I... love to watch people falling off a mountain. Yeah, that would be cool. I saw a headline the other day and it was like, be blah, 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 mountain climber falls off of K2. And I was like, am I going to have to pay Woody? Oh, good. It was some Spaniard. <laughs> some Spaniard fell off the mountain. I... <laughs> I, gender reveal parties. We're all tired of them, right? We're all done with the idea of gender no, reveal. No, I haven't no. seen that in a while. No, I'm I, okay with them. Um, there's a guy in my world who did one, and it was kind of cool. Like he he didn't know the outcome himself. Somebody else packed his base parachute. Pink if it's a girl, blue if it's a boy. So he jumps off a bridge, pulls it, and they all learn. I'm like, you know, as far as gender reveal parties go. Nothing. Nothing came out. I was miscarried. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I thought it was pretty good for, for what I it just could had be. deja vu. Have we done this before? I don't know. Probably. I, so. I knew what you were going to say, Taylor. Oh. Really? Mm, I mean, it was weird. pretty predictable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we probably have done this before. That's I mean, we weird. do it four hours. I just, hours I just got the strongest deja vu ever. Um, yeah, I like the gender reveal parties. Uh, I've never been to one, but uh, my cousin had one once, and uh, and I helped them like set it up. They did an exploding target that was the that was pink or blue. I don't even remember if it was. I think it was pink, but we made it so you shot a thing with Tannerite, yeah. and it was full of that chalk that they put in the uh, chalk lines for carpentry. You know, you pull the thing up and drop it, and it pops a line. Well, you can buy that chalk in bulk, that powder. And so we just loaded a ton of that powder up around a couple pounds of explosive. And when you shot it, it made a huge pink cloud. That's cool. Yeah, I have a bunch of friends who've had kids and are having kids, and none of them have done a gender reveal party. You're at that age where, like, your entire, like, I don't know, localized universe is getting Mm -hmm. married and having children. They're just popping from single to family life all over. I know. It's weird. It's, it's, It's bizarre. Do you feel behind in the game, or do you, like are you still winning and they've lost? <laughs> no, like I, uh, no, I don't feel behind in the game. It's not too I'm late. Glad with where I'm at, I, I do want kids, unlike Kyle. So, you know, in the next couple of years, I will want to 
finally not pull out. It will it will be pretty funny if I've been sterile and pulling out for no reason the whole time. great say dude and if that happens it's like not adopting just gonna live like no just or maybe i don't fucking i haven't given that any thought uh i do want kids so hopefully everything you want to set it up damage serial killer babies how to get a better kid than you would have made right like i want i only want kids of mbas or whatever I mean, eventually they can probably scan that out, right? And be like, this kid's going to be a dumbass. Gattaca style. Yeah, it'll be like Gattaca eventually. Ooh, his his alpha brainwaves are indicating that he's going to be good at math. Oh, you got a real winner here, Su Kim. And they're like, I don't think you did the test at all. I think you saw the name Su Kim. <laughs> Your son's gonna be very athletic. You just, you just stereotype doctor with fake technology. <laughs> You're gonna have a very few frugal son, Mrs. Silverstein. <laughs> good with money. <laughs> very smart. He's gonna be hilarious. He's gonna be very good this one responds well to guilt. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Just like this guy's just a just a bigot. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Mr. Hernandez, you're gonna have a lazy kid. <laughs> oh god, sure which this one that me. is? Oh, Hernandez, <laughs> yeah. fuck. Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm glad you came up with it. You, you, you did this whole bit because it just reminded me of the one of the stupidest things I've ever heard a human being propose in my life. Like, I've had people. I don't think he was presenting an investment opportunity to me, but it almost sounded like he was. I won't say who it is, but it's one of our $50 patrons. You, you guys probably wouldn't recognize the name, but you'd recognize his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, we were, we, I was playing some games the other night. I was streaming some something. I don't know. There were a bunch of people in there. Maybe we're playing poker. In any case, he was like, I've got this idea for a, uh, for a, uh, a role-playing game. Um, it's, like, it's an RTS and I'm like, oh, okay, okay. And I'm in my head, I'm like, ah, those are super expensive to develop, and they usually already like take place in established universes. Like, like I'm already like, like this is a terrible idea. That it, you, making your own RTS is an awful idea. It's it's just not a good idea. And then he's like, basically, each group is a different race, and and and, I, and I'm just like. Wait, wait, no, no, what, what? He's like, no, no, stick with me here. Stay, hang, hang on. Hang, Was it JoJo? Stay with me here. No. Okay. He's, he's like, you know, you got the whites and the blacks. And yeah, I get it. The different races are, are RTS characters. He's like, no, no, you don't. I'm like, this sounds horribly racist. He's like, no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's not. It's not. But like the characters have like stereotypical names. So like the Jew guy is like Silverstein and then like the black guys like Freeman. And, you know, in RTS is when you like click on your characters to make them do stuff. They have little voice lines. I'm like, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> He's like, well, you know, they say real stereotypical shit like, yo, Holmes, let's go get them and stuff like that. And I'm just like, this sounds horrific. <laughs> this sounds horrific what you've come up with here. He's like, no, no, no. One of my investors, he thinks it'd be a good idea. I'm like, you have investors? Is <laughs> it <laughs> David Duke? <laughs> are other people on board with this? Are you fucking insane? Like, it's me, David why- Duke. No one else yet. No takers. The worst part was, Either he was trolling super well or he's serious because he never laughed. He never let. And I kept saying, like, it's a terrible idea. I don't want to hear anymore. Please stop. I was like, we make some like (laughs) 
some like edge lord jokes on the show like we're not racist i don't like this like you're gonna get super <laughs> racist right now i don't like it and, he's like, and he kept trying to convince me that it like, wasn't racist he's like no no you don't understand see the blacks they're like super fast you know like real athletic and stuff and they'll st and i'm just like no 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 you have like a special ability where they like rob you and like, <laughs> stop and the, the japanese have this crazy tech tree that you can discover and go I do like the idea of like when you select like a little worker in age of mythology, they say like, or those like that kind of like basic, like just made up, you know, gobbledygook sound. Gobbledygook. But if like you clicked on like Hernandez for the Hispanic team, he's like, hey. it's time to gather wood. Or like, we are low on gold. Like that kind <laughs> of shit. That would be cool. I would like that. <laughs> I hated the idea so fucking much. Like, like after he left, I was like, Am I the only one that was that was super uncomfortable during the whole like race war RTS game proposal that we just sat through for 30 minutes? Like it, it felt like when someone that you that you think you're having like a normal conversation with all of a sudden starts trying to sell you like Amway or Mary Kay or something. Yeah. Like, like, oh my God, am I sitting through a fucking pyramid scheme proposal with you, dude? Like, like, like when you mentioned an investment opportunity, I thought you knew some shit. Like I thought you knew something was about to go public. Or like you know, I thought you you, you had some. I thought you had some GameStop type information, but really, it's just like this is some Amway or some phone card nonsense. That's what it felt yeah, like. It, it seems was like a racist, worse version of Age of Empires. Yes, that's with less exactly. actual units and probably some pretty stupid skins, not cool armor, no cool mythic special abilities. So. I'm going to go ahead and stick with, oh, Age of Mythology or Age of Empires 4 is supposed to come out this year. It was supposed to come out last year, I think. But as soon as that comes out, I'm getting into it. So what I'm jumping into next is they finally released the new set on Magic the Gathering Arena. And so I'm going to hop on there uh, tomorrow if I have time. I have some family coming in town, so I might not. But at some point, I want to get in there and just play for like 10 hours and just grind on Magic. I, I'm having so much fun playing Magic. I wish... If you like Magic the Gathering, Taylor Merck on Twitch, come out because a lot of people do not. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people do not. So like you'll be getting a lot of FaceTime with old Taylor. There's open seats at the Magic Stream. <laughs> people will like people will pop in just to be like, make fun of fucking Hell's Kitchen again. It's like well, <laughs> we did that last night. I want to play Magic. Like, no, do it again. <laughs> no, we're doing this. I'm gonna play some more Age of Mythology on stream too. That is harder than you would guess to keep straight trying to relearn build orders while you're talking to chat. Uh, uh, yeah, I have no interest in relearning those build orders. That was a very autistic part of my life uh, that required <laughs> oh, a lot of weed and, and a lot of practice. Like, like I was just spending hours every day practicing something that meant nothing. I don't know why. I don't know why I learned that. Because like, I was playing and you're like, I'll get into this. And then you said, this is actually pretty fun. And then we started playing and started kicking people's shit in online. Well, I mean, like, like, like I, I just took like the best players in the world and copied their movements for hours at a time all day until I had them memorized. And it was just not, I had notes. I was taking note. I had a notebook with like, 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 you know, a, um, acronyms and, and, uh, and shorthand. And I don't know why I got so into that game. Yeah. Uh, and like I've said it before, but like there would be times cause you'd be like, I got to get the four minute and 30 second cl classic age. And it'd be like four minutes and 33 seconds. And Kyle, like we got to restart. I missed the classic. Yeah. It's like, okay, let's <laughs> get kind of restart. So you can hit three seconds early on classic. Yeah. I had it's it down to like seconds of perfection. 
Like like it like it would be like taking a speedrunner's time and being like, all right, that's that's par. Like like par for the course is the speedrunner's mm-hmm. time, and I have to hit it every time, every step of the way, or it's or it's no fun. And and we do that. Yeah. We even figured out the right factions for us to play in two v two online. To where I played as Loki and would rush so that they couldn't get resources and couldn't get set up, and you would build the classic and then mid classic just have a huge force to wipe them out because they couldn't get anything going because I had her Sears fucking with them the whole time. It was super unfair. Yeah, it was, it was it's fun so to push unfair. people shit in though. Um, uh, but I, I, I'm I'm pretty steeped in Total War Warhammer right now. I've got a few people playing it. Um, and uh, it's just so uh, daunting to jump back into that game. It's like. I have to relearn all those hotkeys. There's only like one. Which one do you use? G. Oh, you just use G for group? You don't use the other? Yeah, I I just get my group together, and then it's just, you know, right click, left click. You know, and then one, two, three, four, you know? Like, there's Mm -hmm. nothing. There's nothing. After G and the lock button, like, I I don't need the rest of the stuff. You don't need J, and you don't need... uh, There's some alt drags. You know, Mm -hmm. you hold alt and do some right clicking but like once you know it's g about, it's like about unit formation and setup i think like putting them in different blocks the alt drag i don't know i, I have to relearn it it's it, it's pretty simple like you'd learn that part quickly the, the real thing is learning the meta and like if if you're playing as lizard men and someone else is going to play vampire counts knowing what to do yeah. like, like knowing what the vampire counts are probably going to bring and what the lizard like 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 how to how to counter that like how to play against the various factions mm-hmm. but um and there's a lot of factions i'm looking for I, I i'm loving the game and i'm looking forward to the third one which should be coming out at the end of the year maybe i hope that'd be sick oh nice i'm down with that Although, what do you have here woody so <clears throat> this guy did a write-up of what happened to gamestop today let me read it it's about a minute and a half but i all right, I'm glad this place is quieted down enough for some actual DD written by a monkey with a keyboard and Adderall. DD? Anyone? I don't know my I have name. no idea. All right, I am that monkey. Here it is, play by play. Yesterday, new call option strikes were added all the way up to $570. Do I have to go over gamma squeezes again? Really? We've been over this. When deep out of the money call options start being gobbled up, and the price starts moving towards being in the money, the call writers have to hedge their risk of having their sold calls exercised, typically by buying stock. This creates upward pressure on the market, and we've been seeing these movements all week. So people have these rights to buy stock at 570, and as they start being like something people might execute on because the stock's approaching that price, they need to buy shares so that they can cover it. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy this at 570. It hits that. And they're like, fuck, well, we need shares on hand to, to make sure that you can have them. Yesterday after market, you saw the coordinated effort to drive down the price and spook retail investors into a mass sell off. It didn't work. I think that coordinated effort is probably with regards to like TV shows and stuff. Last night, Robinhood sent out a message to users. You could no longer enter into new options. You could exercise them if they had the, if you had the collateral money in the account. Very interesting to see the first sign of pants shitting fear. You couldn't buy new options, which means that you couldn't buy options because they didn't want to be forced into a position of having to buy stock to cover your options to buy that stock. Today, the market opened strong. So strong, we were looking at a self-perpetuating gamma squeeze all the way up past 570. Real quick, is gamma squeeze the same squeeze you explained earlier? I think so, but I'm not positive. 
At 9.58 a.m., the stock had reached 468 in a parabolic move. Two minutes earlier, at 9.56, Robinhood tweeted that they were not allowing users to buy GME stock, but they would allow selling. This has a lot of people upset, right? They were making it so that like, they ended demand and only had supply. Mm-hmm. The trend instantly halted. This is the parabolic move to 468 and started the downward collapse before picking up a bit, especially after some retail was allowed back in. Now that we're clear on the facts, understand this. The market ran out of liquidity today, or it was threatening to get close enough that they killed it. What does that mean? It means they ran out of shares and or capital. They wouldn't let you buy new shares because we were burning through all the shares on the market. I saw an unsubstantiated post from a user who said a market sell order executed at 2600 for him. What does that mean, market sell order executed? That means that he had, uh, he says, if this stock hits 2600, dump it. And he says it happened for him. Do you get the severity of the situation if that's true? It means that buying was getting to the point where it was just about infinite pressure on the price of shares. It means virtually any ask was getting bid. How do you get infinite upwards pressure? A gamma squeeze triggering the mother of all short squeezes just like we predicted. The call writers needed shares to hedge. This is a call option, right? My, I have an, uh, the right to buy this stock at 560. And they need to have stocks on hand because I already purchased the right to buy it. Retail is still buying more. The short sellers need over 100% of the float back. They add these together. There were more shares needed than existed on the open market. That's what a liquidity crisis is. Listen to this. And then it's a link to an audio file. Remarkable interview of the chairman of Interactive Brokers admits that they didn't have the capital to pay out the winners, us. So they took their ball and they went home. Do you grasp how insane it is that he said they needed to shut down buy orders to protect the market? Hello? He's not talking about the market for GME shares. He's talking about the entire market, the New York Stock Exchange, NASDAQ, all that. Remember the movie Snowpiercer? Do you remember the scene when the lower class people realized the soldiers who oppose them have no bullets? It kickstarts a full-blown rebellion. They have no bullets. It's the exact same in this market. No capital, no shares, infinite losses. Too long didn't read. Would you skip to the bottom to say, do I get my tendies now? Tendies are chicken tenders or gains. The answer is this. They need, need, need your shares. Do you get that hold? Just like the guy in the movie where they scream, they're out of bullets and create a stampede. That's how we win. <laughs> he brings it up twice. And twice. <laughs> they need your shares so badly that they literally risked prison time to get them. They tried robbing you, and I'm not even exa- exaggerating. They were within 30 seconds of getting wiped out today. That guy, I don't know how much of that is true. That's probably 80% bullshit. Look at the but, link that I just sent. Okay. But that's uh, really interesting. This GameStop. Yeah. A lot of it's just going right over my head, I... but I'm trying to track with it. You've done a great job explaining it. <laughs> Thank you. Um... Uh, I'm crying. I just became a billionaire. I don't know where <laughs> else to share it. I bought 2000 Bitcoin at $1 back in the day and then sold all this year to have 40 million. Then in the summer, I bought 40 million worth of GameStop stock. <laughs> and yesterday, I sold about 8 million shares of GameStop at 144. I'm worth 1.1 billion now. It just came through now to my bank. 
I'm sorry, females. I don't want rack chasers. I'm not going to become Mr. Available all of a sudden now that you got your dollar signs in your eyes. You could have had me before you called me a freak. Well, look at me now. I'm a billionaire. I'm going to find a female who cares about me for who I am and not because I'm a billionaire. All right. First of all, good luck with that. Second, this is not true. It can't be. Of course not. But I, I choose to believe this is like a Santa-like story. I believe Dude, in this. I have an easier time believing all the relationship advices than this one. Although he yeah. does have a picture of his bank account at the bottom, but I also don't believe. Uh, yeah, yes. there it is. It's 800 million pounds, which I presume is a billion. Oh, well, then he's got a ways to go in billions of pounds. Well, he's a billion dollars, though. Well, how do they do billionaires? And if you're worth 850 million pounds in England, do they call you a billionaire because they use the U.S. currency as like the billionaire cutoff? I do think right. it is in USD. If you have a billion rupees, do you get to call yourself a billionaire? What? No, you'd need like a trillion rupees. Actually, that'd probably get you way more than a billion. How much is a rupee? Is it worthless? How much is a rupee? I don't know. Rupee is two dollars. It's point zero one four. So one. It's seventy one thousand dollars. <laughs> Looking. Am I a okay. billionaire? I think I am. So a, a billion rupees is $13 million. Mm. Oh, I, 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 I did the Indonesian rupiah. Oh, which the- I think, which I think is the way to go because then you only need 71,000 American dollars to be a billionaire. In Indonesian rupiah. Uh, I did Turkish lira, and it's tougher. It, I don't think any of us are billionaires in that. The Iranian rial is the weakest currency of 2020. <laughs> Probably because of all those sanctions we got on them. Well, we'll 20, take care of that. 42000 to a dollar. Well, that's, like, that's a whole lot easier. You need like, need like $2,500 or something. I remember yeah. when... Uh, <laughs> When we, I think it was the second time we went to Iraq and gave them some freedom. Uh, some of the soldiers invested in their currency and made a lot of money because their currency improved when we went there and, uh, yeah, at least temporarily. They were in Iraq. Take, you mean? Did I say? We, I don't know what I said. Yeah, Iraq. Iran. Oh, okay. My mistake. I meant Iraq. The second time we we invaded them. Yeah. We apparently, propped up their currency until the civil war. There was a we we had a fifty dollar patron that was an Iraqi, mm-hmm. and uh, and he was talking about like being there when, during the first during the most recent time we invaded them. He's like, yeah, you know, then then you guys came in and invaded us and and everything. And I was like, you're welcome, by the way. And yeah. he he didn't think it was funny. He wasn't appreciative. No. We spent trillions <laughs> on that. <laughs> we spent trillions and got no. nothing. As he literally fact, he really said, oh oh yeah, th- th- thank you. <laughs> Better, we'll come back. It wasn't fish, was it? No, no, he's not from Iraq. He's, <laughs> I, uh, I think he was born in uh, um, somewhere in Northern Africa. But uh, he, oh, was he? he? I thought he was born in America. Actually, when I'm pretty sure he was born uh, somewhere in Africa, and uh, he, he but but lives in Detroit. He's about as American as it gets. He showed me his AK, or he showed us all his AK uh, yesterday, the day before. American it looks like something. AR. This thing looks like something straight out of Tarkov. Oh, yeah. I'll see if I can find you a picture like of it. Missing the dust cover and stuff. Oh no, like like some like like a meta Tarkov oh, build. Oh, okay. 
What does that mean? What's, like uh, a well used one? What does no like, meta like always means one. like the very good? But what what when people say they understand the meta or this is a meta gun, it means mm -hmm. that it is as perfect as it can exist in this game. It's the meta. But I don't think I understand like with I the actual word. Current, uh, I think it means like current best structure to play the game. Because like yeah. in Magic, it's, they'll be like, oh, the current meta is white black tokens or whatever. And it's like, oh, everybody I'm gonna run into is gonna be playing white black tokens because that's the that's the meta. Everybody knows that's the best thing you can be. Nobody's playing green mana ramp right now because compared to the rest of the meta, it's just too weak. Whereas I, like, oh, the meta of SMGs in this Call of Duty is terrible. So yeah. I, I, all right, so side note, meta exists in computer science and it's like metadata is data about the data, right? How many mm -hmm. records are in this, how it's indexed, etc. And I never got my head out of that. In the world of gaming meta, it means most effective tactic available. I didn't, yep. I didn't know it was an acronym. Most effective oh, tactic available. Oh, I did not know that either. <laughs> we all learned something. I bet most yeah. of our audience knew and they think less of us now. But <laughs> here we I, are. I bet, That's the case, then I also knew. I bet fucking none of them knew. Uh, oh, yeah, that looks sick. It looks like you make uh, like ice cream in it or something. That bottom part. <laughs> yeah, he's got the drum like magazine the on there. Mine. Wow, yeah, that looks like awesome. There's so much flashing. shit on that. No, nah, not that much. He's got a you know a, a grip, a flashlight, got the magazine. Got a, I don't think oh, I understand I, what the wire to the flashlight's doing. Like, it's yeah, squeeze to turn it on. Oh, okay, I get it. I was having like a forced perspective thing. I thought I didn't see that as a flashlight. I thought that was like an Uber fancy addition to the barrel and it was flush with the rest okay i see it yeah uh, is that a, is that a nice top. scope i can't tell um, looks like it might be an aim point but i don't see a brand well that's awesome it is i want nice. one yeah i feel like everything he could have swapped out has been swapped out on this he needs yeah. the bastion dust cover it's like a different added, muzzle you know? yeah. a different muzzle break on there you can get him a different dust cover uh you swap that trigger out. Okay. Uh, yeah. He's already put a Magpul end on there. This is like the version of the AK where they say, like, you know how your body fully regenerates every seven years? Like, are you even the same person? <laughs> or like, oh, my axe handle broke, and so I replaced the axe handle, and then I lost my axe head and replaced the axe head. Do I have a new axe? This Is like, is it Theseus's ship we're talking about? Do you, Are you familiar with this? That sounds familiar, but I, I don't know. Is it you replaced every piece in the ship? Is it still the same one? Ship of Theseus. The metaphysics of identity. The ship of Theseus? Theseus is a thought experiment that raises the question of whether an object has had all its components replaced is the same object. So they take this ship over time. Mm -hmm. Every board in it is replaced, and that's that. Oh, several variants are known, including Grandfather's Axe, where the handle and the head are replaced. So same thing. That's the one I've heard. Yeah. What's the answer? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess What's the right answer. Uh, no, I guess there isn't because it's a thought experiment. There is a it, supposed. It is supposed that the famous ship sailed by the hero Theseus in a great battle was kept in a harbor as a museum piece. As the years went by, some of the wooden parts began to rot and were replaced by new ones. After a century, every part had been replaced. The question is: Is the restored ship still the same object as the original? Original. So there's the ship. Interesting. That, in that case, definitely not. Yeah, I guess not. 
in the human body case, yes. What's the difference? I right? No, no. I, I feel I don't know why. I would, one I would is... think that the boat or the ship has some sort of tie to being possessed by because your body's so like re recreating exact copies of the cells, whereas like they're just getting some planks of wood. I'm but it's not making exact than... copies. It's making slightly fucked up because of like DNA or RNA copies. Like, so you're always a little worse. That's how you get cancer and shit, right? Like, it, we don't have perfect cell reproduction. If we did, we wouldn't have disease and such. And yeah, but a thing, it's right? a little closer than a plank of wood, right? It is. Oh, I don't know if that, or maybe it's not. I don't know. In my thought, I mean, experiment. you're still you. Like, like you remember, you have your same memories and stuff, and you know, you're yeah, you're the, still the same exact. You're the same person. You silly. You're years. still you, but the boat is not still. The still difference the same is boat. the sentience. I guess sentience because your thoughts and memories are there, while as in the boat doesn't have that. But would we know if they had just been recreated? Right. Not if they did it well. We all have false memories. Yeah. A lot of that, I, you know, those like, uh, like repressed memory things. I remember watching this thing in school. And it was about like, I don't remember who it was. It was some like psychiatrist or psychologist who was like renowned for like, un, like pulling these repressed memories out of people. And like after many years, it came out like he was like planting these things in a lot of people that like he would have he like there were times where he convinced someone that they had been beaten up by their dad when they were drunk or raped or something. And it's like and it just and, it, and like the whole point was to show like in equal importance, like how malleable people are. Like you can be made to believe that things have happened to you that haven't at all, especially so, at a young age where you don't have those solid memories. It was, um, it's like three weeks ago, Colin had a memory that I was beating him, that I held him down and I was like ground and pounding him in the face. And my wife is like, that did not happen. That's not a thing. He's like, yeah, I watched mm -hmm. it. He, he, he did it. He videotaped it and he uploaded it to his YouTube channel. And that's where I saw it. And I'm like, there is no video of me <laughs> like, like ground and bounding you like a UFC fighter on my channel. I'm like, glad you told Jackie, not a social worker. <laughs> <laughs> Be yeah. like, can you imagine? What, how can you imagine? Like, you go to visit Woody, and Colin pulls you aside and, and like whispers that in your ear, Taylor, <laughs> and you're just like. He pulls me into Woody's office, looking over his shoulder, pulling up Woody's account, the unlisted videos. I'm telling the truth. He's like, it's, he's, he's like uh, <laughs> DiCaprio in Inception. He doesn't know. He's getting his own head about yeah. it. Or no, uh, Shutter, Shutter Island. Island. Yeah. He had his invented oh, memory where, where I just beat him up and uploaded videos about it or something. And well and, uh, shit so and, see how i'm not in jail <laughs> that yeah, didn't right. happen. i did not upload a video of me committing a felony you're thinking of my other channel daddy of five or whatever the fuck that guy was you remember oh, him i forgot all about that guy yeah dude that guy was a piece of shit that poor little kid that in every video was just like i don't want to be a part of your videos <laughs> and they just like thump him in the forehead and slap him around yeah. we're going to disney world no we're not idiot like just <laughs> fucking with his like six-year-old openly weeping furious like, I, I parents mad at him for like making a mess that yeah. they made themselves off camera beforehand so as the oh, viewer, yeah. we know that's wildly inappropriate for a five-year-old kid or whatever it is i i wonder what happened to them in the long term like, did they get their kids back probably they that that's what usually happens and honestly it's it's often better than going into the system sure sure and and 
I hate to think they could. I, I, I'm reluctant to think that they could ever be good parents. But maybe, like, they somehow got without this... the YouTube channel. Like, it seems like they no, don't have you... the impetus to to be pieces of shit. And and they were just somehow unaware that they were pieces of shit. They didn't recognize how damaging their behavior was. Yeah. And now that they're enlightened, they can be better than before. I hope. Yeah, I saw a video on Reddit um, not too long ago, and it was these two parents who, um, uh, I think they starved their baby to death or something like that, and because uh, they like put him on a vegan diet, maybe, and uh, and then they like uh, they were convicted of uh, of murder, like like first degree murder or something like that, and their faces when they're when they're convicted, it's very satisfying. It's very sad. They're they're, they're just like what. This <laughs> is like, what did you think? You murdered your child. Of course you're guilty. They're just like, like they I can't believe it. It's great. I don't mean to be a cop hater, but that's one that I like. When when a see policemen have this position of trust and authority, right? Like there's because of their authority and rights and 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 position in this world, they can get away with bad shit and some abuse. And when they push even that too far and get caught, right? You know, they they raped a girl with a promise to let her free of her crimes and, you know, not book her. And they get busted for that. That is the most satisfying thing to me. Like, I don't know. Something about, like, we, we trusted you, man. We put you in this position. Like, you know, a cop, a priest, uh, you know, someone who's supposed to be on your you side. You went through six weeks of training and you, you have your <laughs> diploma while your GED and, and we just had so much faith in you because of those, those well, five weeks. I know you were sick the, toward the end there, but you've got a gun. But like and, it, if, a, if one of society's bad guys does this. The lights. I'm glad they're caught, but I didn't expect any more. If one of society's like trusted authority figures does it, then it's it's extra bad. When a judge sentences people to jail because they're getting kickbacks from a private prison and they get caught for that, ho, 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 make them serve all the combined times. Yeah, that's great. I saw Biden ended the uh, the uh, for-profit private prisons, prisons with the private prisons for federal uh, prison thing. I like that's that. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Thing. He's done a lot of stuff uh, that, uh, that that seems pretty good to me. Um, I don't mind the environmental stuff. Uh, I saw that he's going to make like all of the federal like fleet electric by when was it 2035 like <laughs> am i crazy yeah i let me see when it says i i i just read the headline i didn't i didn't even consider the the date biden electric vehicles federal and i was seeing some politicians did shady shit with tesla because they knew they bought up a bunch of stock before that was announced about the federal fleet Oh, yeah. Like were, I hope they uh, get Nancy busted. Pelosi did it, and some other ones did too. Probably a fucking probably fucking toss her out. I recognize that she's good at politics and helps my team, but I'm not so attached to bad guys that I want them on my team. <laughs> fucking throw her in jail. Did they get rid of those Republicans that did that shit recently? No, no they didn't. Well, see, not a single one. Of them. They always get away with it. Yeah. Well, now one of them lost an election. So the George, actually, two of them in Georgia did it, and they both lost. Well, they should go to jail. Shouldn't yes. have to lose an election. Uh, Richard Burr in North Carolina did it. He's fine. Just And I bet it, it's just one of those things. They all do it. So they're not going to hold each other's feet to the fire. 
Yeah, or enough, I, a, higher, higher, a high enough percentage of them do it that it's not going to be a thing. They've all got skeletons in their closet. It's like they have a professional courtesy to let the other people be criminals. You know, yeah. like it, even if even if you're perfect and I'm not, it's like, well, <laughs> that's just Woody's way. Right? He kind of scams yeah. and makes insider trades. And it's ridiculous. You know, oh, it's not you... as many vehicles I thought as it was going to be. There's 645,000 vehicles in the federal government's fleet uh, currently. It's still a lot. It is a lot. Especially at Tesla prices. Oh, and about that guy, Daddy05. Uh, in June 2019, it was reported that Mike has started a SoundCloud channel uploading his music as Mikey M. Mikey M. Mikey Yeah. <laughs> What so a so rad dude. If you want to support a- Daddy05 <laughs> for some reason, that's how. That. He, was that. on a, he was on five years of supervised probation following that initial thing. And then while on probation, like one of the things was like, you can't upload videos of your kid. They like started a new channel and he uploaded a video of his kid. And they deleted that one. <laughs> then they went behind a paywall. Yeah, these people are not doing anything anymore. So I actually Good. can't find anything that talks about when on the federal fleet. This article reads like kind of quickly. And the 2035 thing is General Motors said it would end the sale of all gas and diesel powered passenger cars and light utility vehicles by 2035. So GM says cars and light utility vehicles, which I guess is half ton pickups and less um, by 2035 will all be electric. Yeah, Uh, uh, I don't believe those far flung. uh, Right. Like, like like China said that by I think 2060 they were going to be carbon neutral recently. Did you see that? I, yeah, which is to China, say the next gen can handle it. 40 well, years from now. Not even. Like like China is currently building either two or maybe 300 coal burning power plants. <laughs> and that's just in China. They're funding a further two or 300 on several other continents from Africa, Europe and uh, a, a, as well as Asia. Uh, and the, someone pointed out, well, but, but they're the number one manufacturers of solar and wind technology. Yeah, they produce that stuff using coal <laughs> burning energy so that they can undercut the rest of the world's production and then sell that renewable energy to first world countries, which then makes their energy more expensive so that their coal burning thing just keeps making even more money. Interesting that they're using so coal in America is very expensive. It's the most expensive. You know, coal's dying in America. It's not because people hate the poison that it spews. Mm-hmm. It's because it's more expensive. It's one of our most expensive energy sources. It's it, natural gas is much cheaper, and it happens to be cleaner, which is fortunate. But that's why everyone's switching from coal to natural gas. Um, solar and wind are both cheaper than coal, so that's interesting too. Not in China, though. It, yeah, yeah. So that's where um I was surprised to learn that in China coal was cheaper. I wonder why it's different. Is it is it a volume thing? Uh, like, I would say because they've got so much of it and they pay the miners so little, and there's no safety regulations. Is it like a per capita thing where it's like okay, once we have the panels set up per capita, it's cheaper to continue making solar compared to all the refinement and nonsense of the oil, or is it so? It's like the issue like there just aren't enough solar panels like. Oh, like there's just, there's, it's a volume problem. Like if we had enough, we could do it. Or nuclear energy is going to be the answer. Whenever they everybody stops being afraid of nuclear energy, it's going to be a and good that's, day. That's probably the cleanest thing we can do. Yeah, you just got the nuclear waste to deal with afterwards. Just send that to the moon. <laughs> How do you get it there? You just kind of aim. 
What if you miss once? You go like. <laughs> the moon has gravity, Kyle. So if once. you even get close, it just pulls. Then it you it. have a really cool second moon that glows green and goes around the initial moon. What if it doesn't quite make it out of the atmosphere? It's what if it? Venus is pro oh well. We, we'll get it out of the atmosphere. What year do you think it is? We can do that. I what mean, if, every now and then, one of the sun. Do I? I could show you a montage of rockets exploding in the atmosphere. Yeah, but, yeah, that's but none with nuclear uh, waste on them. <sighs> yeah, try to make a strong <laughs> argument there. None <laughs> of those had had nuclear waste. Okay, the nuclear how, waste will keep the rockets safe. How much, how much <laughs> nuclear waste are we removing? A massive know. amount. But wait, wait, like, I, that's is, a good question. Go, I actually like don't literal know. train loads of it. Is it is it that big? Like, so can I say something? They're putting I, it in Yucca Mountain, right? They they used a mountain to 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 store it right now. There's so much of it. I don't know if it's is it in Yucca Mountain. I always hear like they're gonna, but I don't know if it's, they're doing it. But I'm in any case, pretty I, sure. I think you're right that it's big. I learned that unrelated. This room is big enough. The the office I'm in is it's just it's a decent room, but it's not big. It can hold all the vaccine we need to inoculate America. Mm. Like it, it mm. the amount of fluid isn't that high. So yeah. I was like, how big is nuclear waste? Nuclear waste? It, it, like, is it? It's a fifty-five gallon drum enough? For, is that like four years worth? Yeah, no. I didn't know that either. No. I, I assumed it was like The Simpsons, where like they have one <laughs> plutonium bar, and you know it takes care of everything. No, it's. Have you seen? It's those enormous rods those 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 enormous rods. wait they're not the size of glow sticks like they are in the simpsons no they're, <laughs> size, they're, accidentally they're like telephone poles he's fine that, oh, carl this doesn't sync up with what i learned on the simpsons are you all right. sure all right we just so we take telephone i, I went to the kiwi nuclear power plant one time and took a tour and and, and they're huge no, no, i did too no, and they doctor. gave me a simulated <laughs> pellet like oh. i have seen them I, they yeah. gave me oh, what they they're like this isn't a real nuclear power rod but it's what they look like and it was the size of a peanut M&M well then that's a terrible uh, I think they have many many of those in like a bigger rod or something like that because they it's those huge rods in that water tank that, that cooling tank that, okay, but that, what a, that glow what about this you take those I mean it's this it's a it's a big rocket so it can it can fit a bunch. We're of, back to the rocket. Yes, we're back to the rocket. You can fit a bunch of telephone poles in there, telephone pole shaped things, a huge amount of them, and you coat them all in special material, yet to be invented. That in case it goes bad, it's covered. And you don't even need to do that because I'm confident in our scientists' aim. You don't even aim it anywhere close that it can go bad. You just fire it deep out into space. Just it's somebody else's problem now. Just straight shot past the moon. Not even towards other planets, just you know, kind of, kind of out or towards I'm the sun. Sure the cost would be just gargantuan. Why? Okay, because I of how up. expensive it is Kyle. to launch things into outer space. Yeah, but if that's, but if we're getting all our power so cheap, that money, a little bit of that money, can go into firing our rockets into space, covered with like plutonium or something. But, but I mean, it's 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 not free power. Like like like, you've got to run the nuclear power plant, and then. I don't. I don't like this because I know you're not serious. I am serious. I. I am. I, let me be serious. The maintenance of a, of a refinery, the oil fields. You think that's going to be less expensive than the maintenance of a nuclear power plant? Where it's I know more how big a fewer uh, fewer people needed to run it. I know how big nuclear fuel is. I I looked it up. 
And uh, so the rods, it's a rod. It's four meters long, 12 feet-ish. And the thickness, they just, they compared to a gel pen, right? Which is like M&M thickness, yeah. but four meters long. And they fill those control rods with pellets, which probably is what they gave me when I went there. Like it, so it's a it's a cylinder about the size of mm -hmm. a peanut M M&M, M, but it's like a, it's not it's not whatever that is a weird oval like an M M&M. and M. It's yeah. a perfect cylinder, and they put a bunch of those pellets, four meters worth, in a control rod, and then there's a bunch of control rods inside. The, so, but the control rod has a lot of the smaller rods in it that are the size of a gel pen. I it think. the well, there's many control rods. And just looking at the picture, I would estimate like, I don't know, 18, something like that. Um, yeah. And so there's 18 four meter rods, each of them holding like a thick ballpoint pen. But how long does that long. last? Like how long until that's depleted? Like how much energy do you get out of that one? I think it's a couple of years. That's I think it's so like, 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 like three years or something like that. Something like, 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 more than one or two, but less than five or six, I think. Because I remember um, like the nuclear um, aircraft carriers, I, I read that those use a, a, a chunk of fuel the size of a golf ball for some like ungodly amount of time. Like like a, a, like a golf ball size chunk of uranium yeah. was enough to power one of those for like a year or something. Like a nuclear submarine? Uh, no, a, nu a nuclear aircraft carrier. But is that the same thing they do for nuclear submarines? Does that mean... Does a nuclear submarine mean it's running on nuclear energy or that it can fire a nuke? Both. Well, our uh, nuclear submarines do fire nuclear weapons, but I think there are nuclear submarines that don't fire nuclear weapons. So I looked up out. the how long it lasts part, and they tend to replace the fuel in those rods every two years or so. Uh, they typically do it in spring or autumn when electricity demand is the lowest. How expensive is it to make uranium? You mean to refine uranium or <laughs> turn it into the shit we need that it's actually useful? Is that not nearly as bad as oil per amount of energy? I, would guess? I think Probably what you want to know is how much electricity costs when it comes from a nuclear fuel plant, right? Would that answer it best? Yeah. Like I get, you'd have to know like per ounce of, nuclear fuel rod how many gigawatts of electricity are being produced and and, and like do some sort know. of cost analysis that way i want to know because i imagine like nuclear is so much more efficient it is it definitely oh. is like by a huge margin i, I mean i mean so, if they've got if, if like the uranium that fits into one of those tanks runs a nuclear power plant for two or three years then i mean the answer is obvious we just put them all in Hawaii, just in case. But how do we get... Mm. We'll have a series of tubes. A series of tubes. That will bring electricity from the island to the mainland. You know what? Let's put them close to our enemies. Well, there's one fairly close to uh, to me. That's, that's very comforting. Um, I grew up real close to one, actually. So what do we have here? This is the cost of electricity from various sources. Uh, onshore wind is the cheapest, followed by solar, natural gas, geothermal, offshore wind, this is like over the water, coal, nuclear, and the natural gas at peak. Oh, I don't know what natural gas CC versus peak means. I don't know either. 
but um I would imagine that the issue here is like not enough power plants or not enough nuclear plants. Right? Well, well, no, I would imagine the the issue is here like all right, so so solar costs much less, right? Am I reading this right? The yes. dollars. But you can't get as much solar because of the the area There's that it takes to put the panels. Uh, not enough I panels. Think my imagination is I'm not sure. I'm guessing one wind and solar they're not uh, reliable, right? That's, that's what you're headed at. And the mm -hmm. other is what makes it expensive? Is the reason coal expensive because the EPA checks on you? Is the reason nuclear is so expensive is because the government watches it so closely? To dot mm -hmm. all those I's and cross all those T's and not change anything about the way you do it for 40 years raises the cost. You know, if, if cowboys tried to do nuclear power, would it be cheap but dangerous, right? Let's not act yeah. like it's inappropriate to check on what they're doing. But, uh, like, where is the cost coming from? Because you can do solar with not much oversight. Solar and, is the second coolest kind. Yeah, you fuck up once, you melt a house down the road. Which yeah. in itself is kind of a, like it sucks, but it's kind bad. of fucking cool, right? It's kind not of as bad as, but what happens if you fuck up once in nuclear is a much bigger deal. Ah, uh, you get a superhero. Uh, okay, you're winning me over. Yeah. What if it's a supervillain? Then you ah. need to you gotta roll those dice. You gotta roll those dice, all right? <laughs> it's still kind of cool. We have to roll the dice and blow up another generator. <laughs> we need to make a superhero to combat this villain. Taylor, all we get is death. Oh, this isn't working like you said. It didn't said. work again. They all just got lymphoma. <laughs> uh, what we've learned is that it only creates uh, villains. <laughs> uh, ruins a lot of plants. <laughs> all um, we have are 11 supervillains, and I can count them on two hands. Yeah. I mean, it is. This time we got a fire guy. It's kind of cool. You know, uh, take wins, reeking like, fun. I like the two hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I would be all for the nuclear Solar thing, though, because it seems we make enough of the panels. I don't know. Where do you, I just don't know where you put all those fucking salt, those uh, the, the panels and stuff. What's really cool, though, is, is I saw where they had that one thing where they've got all the mirrors focusing the light onto the one uh, collector in the middle. That's pretty cool to see. I'm on the other side with the panel location. I'm like, every roof should be panels. We have so much surface area. And hardly any of Earth's surface area is covered with panels now. Roofs should be the default. And it doesn't really... It costs things in terms of money, but in terms of like quality of life, it costs nothing. You're not using your roof as like fun sunbathing areas or anything. Like It just yeah. sits there doing nothing all the time. It should be the de facto standard. Um, I used to think that about cars. Like, why aren't cars just charging? Why aren't we just collecting energy? Apparently, it's like a total waste of time. And it, it gathers so little energy. They're like, we could do it. And it would like maybe power a fan that exhausts the hot air in the summer. Like, that is a really low interest for me. <laughs> like, that's Yeah, but if every house had one of those and it was always charging a battery and that battery was responsible for like the really low use stuff in your home. Like maybe there were, there was like one or two outlets that it used like your, I don't know, your hair dryer, you're keeping your electric shaver and your batteries charged and stuff. Things like that. Things that aren't like pulling a lot of uh, amperage or whatever, but AC, right? Maybe like, I think it can do, I, I think it can do more than you're giving it credit for. It's not just mm. going to do the dining room table lights like that. There's a lot of surface area on all these roofs. Yeah, I guess so. But I mean, 
Yeah, I don't know. I would. I, I don't know why that's not a. That seems like the sort of thing that I would be happy to have some sort of government funding for. That 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 seems. It seems like you should. I don't know. It just, it's just in, a, in all of our best interest to have one, like a solar roof. It does seem like it make like it would be a little world improvement, wouldn't it? Like it's yeah. better than. I'm sure the power plants would love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I. There is a problem with inconsistent power delivery, right? Like that's an issue. I want power all the time. I'm, I've become accustomed to my sockets just always working. And it shouldn't matter what time of day it is, whether it's sunny out, whether there's snow on my solar panels, etc. So my expectation is that you, Mr. Nu- Mr. Um, nuclear Plant or uh, Natural Gas Plant, whatever, you need enough capacity so that when you run at 100%, none of us feel uh, any inconvenience. But I want you to operate at 15% capacity so we can use solar any other time. That's a lot to ask, right? Well, it would charge a battery, right? So that like... You know, you'd be drawing from the battery, so because because obviously at night you still want your lights to work because that's when you need Especially them. Especially at night. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, real quick, I was just checking. We were talking about wanting the next big thing that's going on, and okay. apparently there's a cryptocurrency that was a joke called Dogecoin. Oh no! And it's trending on Twitter with half a million people all saying to buy Dogecoin, and so it's worth five or no, it's. It's up to six cents, <laughs> dude. And it started at I think like a fraction of a penny. That start that currency started as a joke. It was a Reddit joke, and and um, I guess it has a mascot that is a a meme dog. You it's probably, the Doge. Yeah, the Doge. Uh, um, uh, I'm just showing everyone. It, it's He's it's a good this boy. dog. You probably you probably recognize his picture. Anyway. <laughs> Um, (laughs) they just started a bitcoin type thing as a goof and somehow they're running it up right now they're telling everyone to buy it and and while the price is really low like taylor said a couple cents i think as a percentage gain it's pretty notable yeah it's it's like 600 percent or something like that 600 percent this thing from 14 hours ago says 142%. One of my paramotor friends said, so this is how Jeff Bezos feels. I know he's been talking to me. At, oh, my God. Is it? I'm confused. This thing says it's down 7,000%. I might be wrong on that. No. It, all right. Anyway, I'll show you what I'm looking at. It's confused. Doge is up 400% today. Here's a chart. People are seeing it, which shows it's hugely up. But then this thing confused me, which says that it's down. So this how is the volume nineteen and a half billion? <laughs> I don't know. CoinDesk. This is a like legit thing people use. I don't know how it can have its data wrong. But um, anyway, it looks like it's up huge. And uh, my friend, a paramotor friend, who's been talking about owning this for like a couple of years now but remember when bitcoin was a big deal like three years ago i know it's yeah. a big deal now but he was like man imagine if dogecoin hit like i think he has a lot of this i wonder sell has it become notable money no this is this is all from everything else that happened today this morning yeah this morning it was Two and a half cents each, and now it's 
Seven cents. I just checked. Now on... it's almost eight cents. <laughs> I... As of like, literally right now, this like I'm I'm on CoinDesk. Oh, you were too. I see. I asked him how much he has. It doesn't look like he's online. We'll see. Um, yeah, he he owned a bunch of Bitcoin too, and he's like, if Bitcoin hits twenty five thousand, I'm gonna get a Van Life van. I want one. It'll fund it. I'll just do it. And bit twenty five grand has come and gone. Is it like forty? It's thirty four right now. Okay, so yeah, dude made money. Well, then maybe Dogecoin is our entrance into the market. That, five, <laughs> uh, that half of Bitcoin I bought for five thousand dollars paying off. Yeah, so it would be fifteen ish something now. Seventeen. Seventeen. Nice, nice. Yeah, just hold on to it. See what happens. I'm not going to touch it for a very long time. It's on that ledger thingy. No, I should have bought one back in the day. Yeah. When Kyle and I were into it, you could only get like you had to, they they maxed out. You can only buy $5,000 worth, which at the time, I think it was less than half a Bitcoin or more. I I don't remember. Yeah, it was, it was right about half. It was something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say that it was 12 grand when I bought, I wrote it to 16 and got out. So it turns out, Holding it for years would have been better, but I'm not unhappy. I bought a wing and I really liked it. So it's yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I don't know. It, it's funny to see the internet collectively manipulate markets, and I guess I guess it's just that you hate the people who are losing, so it's fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you like the people who are winning a lot more. You know, yeah, I do just, like the people who are winning. Normal people who figured out how to do something awesome. I think it's I think it's so cool. I, the thing there's class warfare in this country. And I just yeah. think it's neat. It's the, just now the lower class is fighting back and they don't like it. And they're so, they're winning right now. It, it's it's fucking amazing. Like we've been doing trickle down economics since the 1980s, right? For 40 years. Yeah. And they <laughs> and um uh, uh, you know, it, it's always a bit. I, I remember the fucking Trump tax cuts from four years ago. Tucker Carlson's on TV saying, man, I want my boss to be as rich as possible. The more money my boss has, the more he's likely to pay me or hire new people or whatever. Oh, so true. So not true. As a guy who's been hired and hired and but you pay people. um usually enough that they don't go to your competitors. That's how much you pay people. And you hire more people, not because you have too much money. Who the fuck has too much money? Jeff Bezos doesn't have too much money. He would like more. He'd like to run up the score and go down in history even more than he is now. Jeff Bezos pays people as little as he can so that they don't go to somewhere else. And he hires as few people as he can. The only reason he hires more people is the existing staff can't get it done. Right? That's mm-hmm. the only reason you hire people. It is not because you lower their taxes. It's fucking idiotic. But they've been doing this trickle-down shit where they make the rich as rich as possible and they fool everyone else. They lie to them and yep. say, man, the richer your boss is, the better you do. Let's flip it. Let's fucking flip it. Next time you need an economic stimulus, do what uh, you know Trump did and, yeah. and give out, what was it, $1,200? And it's uh, to people who will actually inject it back into the economy. Like, and that, that trickle down shit is like, how many decades of actual evidence do we have to be like, hmm, if only we could somehow see 
middle class wages have stagnated for decades and the top 1% and the really rich have gotten well. Oh, no, wait, we can look at that and see it. And it gets more dramatic as the decades go on. Like if, if you need economic stimulus, which is always their argument. Oh, we need to stimulate the economy. We need to make your boss richer. Give it to the bottom people. And then the business owning class, they can compete for it. Do you make water filters? Do you paint houses? Are you a plumber? Do you sell trinkets like Amazon and Target? Hey, all your customers just got $1,200 or $2,000, whatever it is. Go get it. And you'll do fine. Everyone will do fine. Why we yeah. give it to the rich and hope that somehow they trickle it, trickle it down out of generosity, which is the argument they've been making? It's such bullshit. Flip it upside down. And, and I'm telling you, if you're Target and all your customers suddenly get $2,000, you'll be fine. You're going to do okay. But it, it's, a, it's a better model than, than the reverse. And it's, it's corrupt. It's, it's evil that they've been doing yeah. it the way they have. Yeah, it's trash. And so like, that's a big reason why so many people are viscerally seeing this and being like, yeah, these people that have just been like these hedge fund managers vampirically living off of our economy, like, fuck them. Fuck them. Nice like, it's, use it's of vampirically. A, I like it. <laughs> is that a real word? It's, it should uh, be. Vampirically? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a word. But that's what those hedge fund managers are. They're just, they suck. And it's, it's such a predatory thing to do. But anyway, I'm interested. Now I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens tomorrow with this. I hope tomorrow is the day that they have to buy back all those shares and it just goes bananas. What a show. What a show. I think tomorrow is the day that something's going to go down. Um, We'll see what goes down. And, and I hate to say it. My prediction is that the power people managed to screw everybody. They will. Yeah. They, they won't lose. Right. Uh, They do go bankrupt. They'll get a bailout. (laughs) <laughs> from the people who own stock. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, congratulations on your win, but there's a new tax and it applies to just you. Yeah, it's just you. Uh, we're going to go ahead and privatize all the winnings, socialize all the losses, and that's America. And, yeah. uh, oh, you're going you're gonna to lobby your congressman to, to make that illegal? That's really funny because uh, I just gave $60 million to his opponent, so I'm not concerned at all about that. Like, uh, <sighs> yeah. But that level of power is just uh, not not good for a functioning society. <laughs> that level of per- when they can just impose their will like that, it's crazy. They're going to get exactly what they want. They will. These hedge fund people, all the, the uber wealthy, they probably will get exactly what they want in the end. And they will. The first thing they're going to do is make sure that this never happens again. Impose new restrictions, make sure that they keep the common man out of the market even more than before. Is what it seems like they're going to do. This is why Trump won, right? Now, I think he wasn't the guy that did this or will do it. But I think the idea was like, you know what? Republican, Democrat, don't give a fuck. I'm voting for a Molotov cocktail. Let's put it in the White House. Yep. And that particular Molotov cocktail was a self-dealing narcissist who, you know, We need a better one. Yeah. We need a different one. You know, people are going to go bonkers. Like, I had AOC in my head. I don't actually like a lot of her ideas. But um, there's, there's got to be a better Molotov cocktail than I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. Burn. Throw Elon Musk in there. Let's see what he can do. He's not American, but eh, it's about time we broke that trend. Let's see. 
<laughs> just give it a go. I, I, that is the best idea I've got in my head right now, so I'm on board. <laughs> well, I gave this no thought. I just thought of a rich, famous guy. He'd do whatever he wanted if he wanted to. Uh, so, yeah, this stuff's so interesting. What is she holding in her hand here? Marge is holding a potato. A potato. I just think they're neat. That's not poop then. Okay. <laughs> I just think they're neat. <laughs> Sorry. You did good, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Taylor, when you started Marge working out, potato. when did you start working out again? Would you uh, call it two years? No, four, a little over four years now. Did you have to start real slow? How slow did no, you start? Uh, I, I, I started off a lot slower than I am now cause I didn't want to hurt myself. And so I just, I, I only had at the time like kettlebells and a very simple flat bench cause I was in a small apartment oh, at the time. You starting I with kettlebells. Yeah. And so like the whole point at the time was like, I'm going to get kettlebells cause I have absolutely no fucking room and I need to be able to do multiple things that I couldn't do comfortably with a dumbbell. And so I just did like, I jumped in with I don't remember what it's called. I guess a clean and press with the uh, kettlebell. I did a bunch of those, usually like five by eight on each side, as heavy as I could go. And then like chest presses with them, skull crushers, um, rows for my back. It, I just did, I just watched YouTube videos and was like, I have stuff that I, I can do that. And I just did that. Like it was not very structured at all in the beginning. It was kind of like I had the attitude of the best workout is the one you do. And so I, I made it more fun off the start. And then as I got more fit and lost some weight and got stronger, it like I think Joe Rogan says this in something. He's like, a lot of people are like afraid of working out because they're like, I'll just get I'll just feel shitty and be sore and bad. But like he says, like, but once you're like in the grind, once you're in the momentum, once you got that push in you, like you look forward to it and you want to do it, you know? Dude. Like you're, you're like I'm I'm in that grind right now. Like I have so much momentum. I haven't missed a workout in forever. I'm down eight and a half pounds. I'm going pretty quick with all of it. I'm very pleased with it. And but I'm like like the thought of like cheat meals is like at this point I'm like you know what, no I'm I'm rolling I'm fucking rolling dude let's just push it as far as I can and then when I do have a cheat meal I can pretty much guilt free blow out on it. I'm in the same place. I I my um my shoulder to like buy and try have a a thinner part. I don't just have a solid state <laughs> sausage from shoulder to elbow anymore. <laughs> it gets narrower and wider again. And I, I was looking at that and I, I wasn't even flexing. I was just like maybe mm -hmm. holding my arm in the air. And I'm like, wow, like that's, I, it's been a while since I've had that. I don't miss a workout. What's been huge for me is the split. It's been, what I used to do is full body workout Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I did that as a teenager. I did that in my 20s. I did that in my 30s. It was always like, I don't know. It was the answer. My mind was a little closed. And I heard about like other splits, people who work out five days a week. And I thought, man, I could mm -hmm. never recover from that. Five days a week is too much. I was wrong. Uh, what I do now, I'm going to write it for people while I do it. So yeah. I, I do uh, a push one, pull one, uh, leg slash abs one, and then... Oops, I'm doing typos, hold on. And then rest. And then I do that again. So it's like an, I don't know if you'd call this an eight day split, but then I do push, pull, legs, abs, a different set of exercise and rest. So this is eight days on the rotation. Mm -hmm. This is what I wrote for everyone because I thought visualizing it would help. Yeah. And uh, 
It takes eight days to go around. So the downside of it is if you live a normal life, like say Taylor does, where you have a, a job, mm-hmm. then they don't line up on the same days of the week all the time. And for some people that would matter. They might want to drop the rest in the middle so yeah. that it takes six days. So it's mm-hmm. a seven day rotation instead of eight. Yep. But for me, like I do push, which is like chest and triceps and uh, shoulders. And then they don't really get smashed again until push two. It gives me three days to rest. And I'm 48. That's giant. Mm-hmm. I can have exhausted quads, but I know like you're going to get three whole days before yeah. you come around to this again. I can work so much harder. It, the workouts, when I did Monday, Wednesday, Friday, so Monday I'd kill myself. And then on Wednesday, I'd be like... 80% of me or 90% of me. And then on Friday, I'd be like 75% of me, kind of limping in and barely mm-hmm. getting out. Monday, I might not be 100% anymore. It was only two days rest. And it gets like cumulative into the point where you either get injured or you miss a workout. The Monday, mm-hmm. Wednesday, Friday thing for me, I just couldn't recover quickly enough to do whole body three times yeah. a week. This split for me, dude, I... I can go till failure repeatedly, almost every exercise yeah. and kind of getting it right. And I um, wish I started PPL way before because this is just pull legs. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And the so I read I think Taylor does push pull legs, push pull legs, and then double rest. Do I have that right? No, I do Monday through Saturday. So push pull legs, push pull legs, rest. So Sunday oh, is my rest day. I see. Yeah, yeah. But usually like by Saturday, because that's another like legs core and I've added cardio like that. It's fucking rough. Like I'm just not wanting to finish that, especially that I've added cardio at the end. Now I'm just like this. This is off. Like if I do ever cut workouts short for reason other than time because of fatigue, it's pretty much always day six. If you were just- to get off of your real job, mm-hmm. then PPL rest twice might be a better schedule. Oh, yeah. Like if I'm ever Mr. Full-Time Twitch yeah. internet guy, I am immediately going to this because it would be so much fucking nicer to have that middle rest day. Like I feel like it would even make my push too better, even though like, oh, legs and abs, it has nothing to do with your push really. It's like, well, but it's still exertion, you know, and you're still you're still using your body. Like it does exhaust you a bit. I want to like evangelize ppl rest you know like like guys you don't know because i would like hit the gym enthusiastic at the start and then whatever six weeks in i'm looking i'm either hurt or i'm looking for excuses to miss a day because i need it because i can't do whole body three times a week it i can't keep Mm -hmm. up you know at 19 i could at 19 that was a good fit for me at 47 i'm almost 48 now um I can't keep up with that. I need the more rest. And it's like, guys, you don't know. The gym can be good. It can be a celebration of what you can do, not a yeah. fucking torture session of what you have to do. And and like, I'm all on board now. Yeah, it's fun. You feel good afterward. Like, even if you kind of had a shit day and you're anxious, like doing that just makes you like, you know what? Something's in the win column for the day. I ate good. My calories are good. My protein's good. And I worked out. Okay. It's Other things went like, shitty, but that's a something to hang your hat on. It's kind of like the clean your room thing, right? Like Jordan Peterson would be like, start your day off with a win. You got something done. Hey, you clean your room. That, I, my workouts, you know, like it, it's it's a reason to be proud of me. And you know, For sure. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who knows? The, the cracks in the glass pane that is our economy could reach me any day. 
And then I'll be Mr. Full-Time Twitch. Taylor, <laughs> you have got to thing. do the thing where you see how little you can do and get fired. <laughs> <laughs> you have got to just stretch that out. They'll put you on like a, at Cisco, you might go on a work improvement plan. And where they like try to coach you to be a good employee. And if that goes poorly, they put you on a performance improvement plan. There's like two to four quarters in this process where, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of money to be made in, in work. And if you just improve a little, like three quarters of the way through, everything starts all over again, right. I would imagine. Try, yeah, but try some it. of the companies to be like, you know, you've handled these meetings for us before and you wore clothes. <laughs> and another thing is you showed up uh, you did that so that yeah i'm, I'm too you assaulted a man Taylor, how much time last, do you I'm spend too afraid to do the do nothing approach oh no no you need to you need to do that at a time when you're not afraid anymore you're pretty much a full-time entertainer this other thing is just a side hustle <laughs> how much time do you spend in meetings per week like in actual meetings on the phone it's really up in the air it, it varies a lot. Uh, 12 ish a week, 12 hours a week, maybe more than that. Uh, like, uh, yesterday, what was it? Yes. Yeah. It what was if yesterday. You only spent four. Like yesterday was a good example of like, like I had time to stream during the day. I streamed from like two to six or something because uh -huh. I got up earlier. I got a bunch of stuff done and then it turned out like, Oh, some calls that I would usually had to take got knocked off the schedule. So awesome. And so, but usually like my, my morning, and especially early afternoon is pretty clogged with stuff. And if it's not calls, it's like I'm working on, you know, whatever bullshit I have to get done. Oh, oh no. Okay. Well, that's got to stop. Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. yeah that, in in this scenario, stop. that's done with. And, hey, and, and let's say you're answer. scheduled for like 16 hours of call a week, right? Cut mm -hmm. that down to 10. At 10 hours a week, I bet this job's worth it. Yeah, it would, it would, it would <laughs> 10 be. hours a week. This is a good plan. Jobs worth it to you. Right? And I mean, 10 hours, it's nothing. 10 hours is not bad, right? So you you really had to start underperforming at work. I, I want to see you employ this plan. <laughs> I need to try just <laughs> immediately. Like, yeah, uh, we lost items at Target. You're gone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, you know, that's how you learn. But it, I, I really feel like you can swing that. Be like, you know what? I, there's I ways to measure my performance in way and other than items on the shelves. It, it's it's funny also when like when I do get a chance to stream during the day, I'll play like magic for a couple hours and people like, you know, well, meaning like jokes will be like, oh, I finally got fired full time streamer. Are you streaming because <laughs> uh, you got let go or something. And it's like, dude, if I if I if I was Mr. Full time online, I lost what I'll call all my offline work that I do, mm -hmm. I would not be streaming for two hours on a Wednesday. I would be like, it's fucking go time. Like, this is the job now. I got to get moving. Like, I would be so stressed out. Like, I, I could see that happening with Twitch. Like, sitting at home, like, even after a stream, and if that's my full-time gig, being like, I have to go live again. I, I said, what am I doing right now? Uh, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not working right now. I've You're a lazy piece of shit. You should hate yourself. <laughs> they're that, saying and then that, that hedge fund is going to lose seventy billion. Seventy billion. <laughs> <laughs> That's Fuck more you. money than they have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so much. Yeah, Taylor, when I uh, did YouTube full time, it wasn't mm -hmm. so much you're not working right now. You're a piece of shit. Although maybe there was a, a hint of that. The larger element was 
the more I work, the better this goes. Yeah. I I should work all the time. If I'm not getting gameplay, I should be making videos. If I'm not doing one of those, I should be responding to comments or posting on Twitter, or like developing my relationship with the people who like my content. Like there's always something I can do that is some level of work. Read comments, yeah. get feedback or like, yeah, I don't know, mm-hmm. just whatever. And that shit does eat like, with your head a little bit. But yeah. um, like, and then there's this, there's this idea that I don't think you struggle with this as much as I did. But like when you talk about thick skin, I think on a scale of one to 10, I'm born like a three. And then that number can go plus or minus four, depending on where I am. Mm -hmm. And the last 11 years have taken my natural state from a three to like a seven, but I can still be four out of 10 some days. And then some days Mm -hmm. I'm an absolute honey badger. And um, I don't know how that'll impact you. I think you might be born a seven, but like everybody, you know, that can go plus or minus four on the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I, we'll see. We'll see. I eventually it probably will happen, unless uh, unless we see some booming return to retail. Oh, do you think that there'll be layoffs in your industry? There there will be, but like it's more. I guess like consumer consumer products goods as a whole is going through a weird time right now, especially because like people are pivoting to try and run a higher percentage of their business on e-commerce because it's just simpler. It's easier. Everybody knows it's the future. And so like, even though you still go by IRI and Nielsen reports in the market to gauge, you know, how well your product is doing, like you still have to sell on Amazon. And it used to be that you didn't get any credit on Amazon at all for a sale. So like, let's say, what do you have? uh, Let's say you're going to target four years ago. And you have a pill bottle of supplements that you sell on Amazon. You sell like gangbusters, like just like a couple of years ago, like four years ago, you could have gone in there and be like, we're selling hundreds of thousands of dollars worth every year. I think it's a really up and coming growing product. We'd love to get it on the shelves at CVS. We think it's great. And they'd be like, okay, well, like, what are your sales metrics? And it's like just four or five years ago, they would have looked at Amazon and been like, no, but like real stores, like where like people go and buy things. Cause it was all boomers running this shit. They uh-huh. have no foresight for this kind of thing. And so now the whole industry is behind the curve because they've relied so much on foot traffic and retail stores that now that that's severely depleted everywhere, but target like tons, tons of, especially premium and more expensive brands are having trouble and retailers like Walmart, target, CVS, Walgreens, even even some more specialty ones are just skew rationalizing, meaning that they don't want to deal with all the specialty brands. They just go, fuck it. What do you got, P&G? Ah, you happen to own the top four items in the category of dishwashing detergent. All right, we're only doing business with you now. Uh, oh, Steve's dishwasher detergent? Yeah, you had some good sales and you brought in a couple of uh, destination shoppers, but we're not interested overall. You're too difficult to work with. No, too risky. Like We're just going to go with P&G. And so a lot of that's happening where they're taking... More And it's just another example of where smaller businesses, even in CPG, are getting fucked by this because they can't compete. And then things happen where a store, I won't name any stores, will say like, okay, well, we'll put a new product in for you, but there's a slotting allowance for us, meaning like how much it costs to place it in every spot in their stores. So I pay you to stock my stuff? Correct. You, I work at CVS. You work at your product. You come to me. I say, I'll put this in. You're going to pay, or not CVS, just some random retailer. You pay a slotting fee. So you owe me, for me to put your product in, you owe me $45,000 or you owe me $65,000 or $80,000, whatever it happens to be. And Johnson & Johnson doesn't give a fuck. 
Yeah, triple it. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, you know what we'll do? Actually, we'll pay an even higher slot. Like it's, it's just yeah. another thing that I'll buy Kyle's slot fee and then get a wider display. Maybe you know. Well, they can't do that because they have to offer it to you. But like, uh, hmm. but they're always getting offered it because it's PNG and J and J. It's just now this is off in the weeds and I'm just rambling about nothing. But like, it is frustrating to watch, even in like the industry I'm pretty familiar with. Like, yeah, just like everything, the big guys win, the little guys get pushed out, fucked with. So that's huh. the way it goes. That's the way she fucking goes. <laughs> uh, someone yeah. just wrote me. I wonder if I'm going to find out if my friend has. Let's see. Oh, wait, wait. When it was worth nothing, he put 50 to to $100 in. Of Dogecoin? Or yeah. wait, Dogecoin. Dogecoin. So it's up 4,000%. Is that right? So maybe it. I'm having a hard time extracting it. He bought many. 50 to $100 <laughs> worth. I don't know. I'll just ask. So what's it worth now? You know what? I might throw 50 bucks in Dogecoin. <laughs> hey, I've got a tip. Yeah, now's the time. Do it 10 years ago. That's the move. Uh, 10 years too long. But. Yeah, 10 years. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I'm going to keep my money not in Dogecoin. Day late and a dollar short, literally. All right. He says it's Day worth late. more than a paramotor, which I interpret to be more than eight grand. Yeah. Yeah. Eight grand in Dogecoin. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Good for him. Yeah, not life changing, but certainly a nice addition. Uh, this guy is uh, professionally successful, so. Uh, you know, it's not life changing, but uh, nice, nice. I wonder what he'll treat himself to. <sighs> Some more Dogecoin. <laughs> uh, did we talk about the do hood rat stuff with my friends, dude? I remember mm, I, I said I had him so. as a topic, but oh, I don't know. So there, was a, there was like a where is he now? A behind the music kind of thing. Yeah. He's in jail. <laughs> uh, who could have seen that coming? Oh, so uh, I, uh, I I didn't keep the things, but the, my bookmarks because I thought we talked about it. But um, let's see. After seeing the, after seeing something like this, sure, it made for a nice little clip that ended up going viral, giving people a quick chuckle. However, you would only hope that time would treat Latrarian well. Maybe this young man would be able to get things straight and move his way towards a positive life. However, if recent allegations have anything to say about it, we've learned that he's currently continuing down the same path. If you follow the news, you'll learn about the story of Milton at the scene of the crime as he appears to have robbed a Lyft driver, stealing the driver's wallet and jacket with several accomplices before making off with his car. So he carjacked and robbed a Lyft driver. And uh, when I read it, he was being, I, I looked into like what he was sentenced with because that was like two years ago. And it looks like he's sort of like this released on probation with no time served. Which is easier than Kyle got. That's unfair. Kyle yeah. should have gotten nothing. Should have gotten a medal. A medal? Yeah. What would it look like? Bravely defying an unjust law. It'd be a blunt. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, you, you shouldn't have been punished. I'd like a medal. 
Yeah, it should give you one uh, successful completion of probation. <laughs> it's uh, just a big pot leaf. <laughs> it's a giant pot leaf. All right, go have fun in Colorado, kiddo. Uh, get out of here. He's got to hope pray as soon as possible. Hope so. I think oh, that one guy that you were reading from about uh, the liquidity problem was right. Really? Because Robin, because now Robinhood CEO Vlad Tenev apparently was talking to someone on CNN and was like, "It is not a liquidity problem," and then he like explained a liquidity problem is what people are saying. Yeah, it's not a liquidity we problem. We don't There's, have enough money. We don't have to... enough money, and there aren't enough shares, causing the price to go infinite and. But it's not a liquidity problem. It's something no, totally different. Certainly not. No. I, I'm, what, if, what if they change the stock price to just that infinity symbol, like the like the like that, <laughs> that, 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 that the sideways eight? Yeah. Uh, oh, infinite. Then we just need to get in a portion of one stock, and we're set for life. Yeah. Infinite money at the hands of. Oh right. I mean, I'm yeah. willing to split infinity three ways. Right, I'm down. <laughs> it's a much better gig. Ah. Uh, I'm not missing the blues game tonight because apparently Vegas players are all in quarantine for COVID violations. When do uh when do they play the Avalanche again? When's the next game? Let's see when they play the Avalanche. Well, they play them six more fucking times. Um there's the Avalanche's page. Uh they play the Blues again February 6th and February 7th, both at 2 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of Saturday and Sunday, we got the patron hangout. We do. Saturday. Oh. Is yep. there a Sibian sex show on Saturday? You're goddamn right there is. <laughs> uh, be I know great. Kyle wants me to watch just because he likes watching me be uncomfortable <laughs> by people fucking. I want that too. <laughs> I want that too. It's going to be great. <laughs> someone, someone joined like a day or two ago and they're like, I didn't miss the fuck show, did I? because <laughs> that's why i'm here <laughs> um, don't worry my friend you are just in time for the fuck show you're a week early in fact it's coming yeah i'll have i'll find like one guy in there what's it's going on be like you want to play magic <laughs> <laughs> then we'll play me a magic with the new cards yeah the man is uh they, they they enjoy showing off the parent i was told that they were just in a like but you know the guys jump into like chats a lot and they'll turn on their cameras and just, just chat, you know, for a couple of hours. Uh, cause uh, all of them have webcams and nice mics at this point, it seems. And, uh, they're, they're like, yeah, we're all just talking. And then I looked and, uh, well, so-and-so's girls just there naked. And, uh, I don't know how long she'd been there naked, but same. I, I think it was the whole time. I think, I think she'd just been there naked the whole time. House, right. Huh? They must what? have the heat up high in that house. <laughs> if they don't need clothes, it'd be cold in here with no clothes. It's cold in my house right now. It's like 65, I think, in here. Do you like Is it? Is your heater broken too? <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> uh, but I have, the fire, I have the fireplace on in there. I don't have the central air turned on. I, I'm, I've been hanging out in there watching TV mostly. And, and, uh, so I just, and I like the fire. I've always liked the fireplace. So... I don't have the central air on right now, so right here in this room, it's a little chilly. My feet are numb. Uh, my com There's two gaming PCs, well, three, but one's turned off in this room, and uh, they keep it plenty warm. 
Yeah, when I go to bed at night, I have to shut down or it'll like make the room too hot. It really does put out a lot of heat. You still have it in your bedroom? Yeah, that's <laughs> it's my Back bed. To your sleep schedule. It's I I just I gotta move this. Oh, the sleep schedule's awful. Is Wait, it? When you wake up? Right before oh. the show. No, I I. When I say awful, like it's just it's today. I woke up at six a.m., which might sound like great, but. It's not. It's not. I woke up. I've been up since six a.m. Like, like, and I, but I'm gonna go. I don't know. I guess it's kind of normal right now. So I'll probably go go to bed and three a.m. something like that. But uh, that's a, wait. That's too long of a day. It's a long day. You yeah, shouldn't be up from six a.m. to three a.m. That's twenty one hours. It's too I'm not long tired, to be awake. though. You know, I, I get kind of wired yawned. for this. You just I, yawned. I had a good day. You go on 30 seconds ago. You're like, oh, I'm tired. I, it is hard. You guys falling asleep after that. Well, I know we all have different sleep schedules, but Woody and I are more like, this is our nighttime. And like, it is hard to go to sleep after this. Yes. I do something. I always do something. Even if like it's kind of bedtime at midnight, 1 a.m. for me, um, I always do something after this. Like I'll watch some YouTube or read a book or. Yeah, I have to at least something. watch a couple episodes of a TV show to try and like decom not decompress because this isn't fucking stressful or anything. But it's like you know you're trying to be on, and Thanks. then you're like sitting on your couch and you like see something funny on a show and it's like wouldn't it be funny if it was? Oh wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, like, like you said, partly, oh, you just ahead. fully engaged, fully awake. You're on, mm -hmm. and uh, oftentimes it does. I mean, I think. It helps me stay alert on the show, like a coffee at the beginning, but it doesn't help me go to sleep afterwards. Yeah, I never drink caffeine before this. I'd be up all night. Yeah, I always do. I always drink uh, two or three cups of coffee before we get started. Two or three cups of coffee in addition to caffeine all day. Yeah, yeah, I have a lot of caffeine. I like it. I like to stay uh, focused. Yeah. Energized. Am energized. Lively. Your live wire. Uh, yeah, we can. I don't care. Oh, I don't yeah, care. I know Taylor's got. Fa I, uh, yeah, we we can uh, we can wrap it up here. I think Taylor's got some family over at his house that he wants to be able to yes. spend a little bit of time with my before he goes in, to bed. My brother's in the living room, so I'd love to go. Is he your youngest or your middle brother? My youngest brother. Your youngest brother. Yep. How's he doing, by the way? He's doing well. Yeah, yeah. he uh, that that really. Twenty twenty was a rough year, man. Like uh, going through that like was when 2020. he. Yeah, it was early it 2020, so right after ago. the, it was like April or something, uh, when he had that brain bleed injury where like he couldn't even communicate. That was, that was one of the worst evenings of my life. That was fucking horrible. Thinking I might lose my youngest brother. That was awful, but thank God that didn't happen. Does so, he have any lingering he, effects? I don't know if this is too much to ask. No, 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 no. Uh, not, not that he's mentioned or that I'm aware. You know, he's, uh, he's pretty guarded against it because they told him like, beware of this, that, and the other thing. But he. I guess he's mostly out of like the window of when they expected something you should, to come. You back. should you should mess with him a little bit then. You should if, no. if you think it, if he's out of the window, you should start calling him Paul, and uh, <laughs> and get everyone Richard. to call him Paul. Yes. Yeah, just, 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 everybody just, uses a different name. You need to coordinate <laughs> just, with just someone else in the room him. about a memory that didn't really happen, right? Like 
You do. Oh, right. Yeah. I fr- that red tricycle you had, that thing was the bomb. I don't know why mom put the girly streamers on and the little clown horn on the handlebars, but you were on that thing every day. You loved like, it. If he says he's hungry, be like, you just ate dinner. We all Yes. <laughs> Are you writing down ideas, Taylor? No, no, no. I was writing down <laughs> I you were show. like, red tricycle, this is gold. <laughs> we're going to go with this. He was like, because obviously it was so scary to see like what pressure on different parts of your brain can do. Because like you could tell that he was there with his eyes when I was like talking to him in his hospital room. Like, how are you doing, buddy? Like, how are you feeling? And he'd just say like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. But like that was like a tick. Like he couldn't say anything, but I'm fine. And like I was sitting there with him being like, we were messing around, like writing stuff down. Like spell Chicago, Chicago. And he got it so wrong at first. It was not even close. And then he just kept writing Chicago. Over and over. That and looks he, right to me. Yeah, he wrote Shigako. That was the closest he got, but he couldn't Might say Take Chicago a look at Woody. <laughs> he would just go like... Woody, would you spell Chicago oh. for us? No, I wouldn't. Can you imagine? <laughs> Actually, I'm going like to Your loved one, someone you care about very much, you're trying to talk with them, and like, they, they like, I'll, I'll say like, Chicago, like spell Chicago, and they write that, and you say, do you know that doesn't spell Chicago, right? And he's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then he'd get mad at himself, like, Taylor, I'm fine. I'm fine. And, like, that's all he could say. It was really disconcerting. That was awful. It was yeah, so I remember. Scary. That was terrible. I was, but anyway, I'm going to go hang out with him. So, yeah. All right. PKA. No oh, oh, yeah, no outros. No, no outros. We're good. PKA 528.